0: all right well here we are 7 p.m eastern time that means you're right here with the blondes hello happy monday and it's been it's this is kind of a crazy little thing um we have our round table tonight we have a bunch of people in the green room and we're all talking about how weird it is everybody's literally brought something weird to the table (laughs) i didn't even think it was a weird day and then the side stuff is people are talking about weird we had a moment where we thought maybe they could hear us (laughs) We weren't sure what's going on. Uh, how are you today, Dee? Dee? Good. Yeah. Not as weird as everybody else, apparently. Yeah, right? I didn't even think it was weird. And then all <laughs> of a sudden, once it was suggested, all this weird stuff was happening. So yeah. here we are. Well, let's say hello to everybody on the sides. We have three souls. We have our Get Haunted family, Danny. We have Melissa. We have, who am I missing here? That's mm. me. That's Paranormally Blonde. Um, Julie. Listen, Julie is here. Michael Greer Michael. is here. Terry is here. Hey, Peri Terry, how you doing? <laughs> um, who we have? Let's see. Just kind of re- reading down everybody. Make sure I've got everybody. Everybody's talking on the side. Brittany is here. Hey, Brittany. Um, Sandra's here Travis is here hey Travis all right so we've got we've got our friends and family on the side right there um hello to you all so um last week we had Bill and Tanya from Empty Casket Paranormal and they were talking to us about uh contacting ultra-terrestrials and then all hell broke loose in the skies all across the United States and um they were shooting whatever out of the air what do you think of that? oh my gosh well first i was really excited
1: because i I have two thoughts one is that for all the people who sit there and they say they see orbs in the skies and people are laughing at them guess what they actually were seeing this stuff long before apparently our military did so that's
0: right that's right we're we're keeping better uh tabs on the sky probably
1: they should be watching the community.
0: So you're welcome, military. <laughs> you're <in a> <laughs> probably community. still wouldn't know. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Um, kind of crazy. And I saw today, um, I, was, I don't go on Twitter much because um, I don't find it the friendliest atmosphere, <laughs> but I, I was popped on there today and I found a story about a train derailment that happens last week in Ohio yeah. that has spilled some very toxic chemicals. And they, it is on fire and it is creating some real problems. And is that why they're creating these orbs in the sky? So we are distracted from something that could be killing our very own people right here. <laughs> I don't know. It's like, what's happening right now? I know. It is weird, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. So we talked a little bit about ultra terrestrials. What was your thought there? How do you feel about this This.
1: I am so excited about the topic I talked to my husband and I'm like we need to do our own session Estes method and see if we can contact them as well because I'd be curious to see what they would say to us and yeah I think the whole topic is
0: really exciting and interesting um look at Terry you're being he's I don't know what you're buttering us up for so <laughs> he's saying he's heard paranormally blind is the number one rated podcast on the planet right that's <laughs> what I'm saying why wouldn't it be <laughs> um, Melissa it is in East Palestine um, which is not that far from Pittsburgh Pennsylvania so I guess the governor of of Pennsylvania and the governor of Ohio have spoken and said not not a big deal no <laughs> It's, it's fine. A, it's a very big deal. There's yeah. one report saying that for within a hundred miles, there are dead fish and cows turning up.
1: Yeah, that's um, what I know. So the animals are dying. So what's it doing to the people? Yeah. Well,
0: they're saying right that, and this is I think it's if I'm correct, it was vinyl chloride. And this is a very once it catches on fire. The problem is um, from one thing that I did watch about it um, from a chemist, he said it because they're they've caught it on fire it's now going to attach to any water vapors. Oh boy. (laughs) That means it spreads. So yeah. Thank you. Smart people. (laughs) Yeah. Thanks for making chemicals. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I'm curious three souls like um, because they, they sort of lumped Pittsburgh in there with, you know, Mm. because it was all there. So um, kind of, yeah. And people are saying like they're, they've had dull headaches for the last three days. This happened last week. I guess it derailed. It's, the, and instead of letting it just build up pressure and explode in the in the car, in the train car, they shot holes in it, and then they let it spill out, and then they cut it up. The pressure. Yeah.
1: We had the same thing over here in a city next to us, Paris, mm-hmm. and the same thing happened, but it actually cooled down on its own because it had sprung its own leak mm-hmm. and did the same thing, and it cooled down, and supposedly mm-hmm. we're all fine.
0: <laughs> so oh, <yeah>. you know. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah, see? 35 minutes is from in Pittsburgh so I mean this and I guess because of that is the start of the Mississippi River they said so then it flows right on down they're like this is bad news people Mm -hmm. but we're not hearing much about it so conspiracy theory I don't know Melissa we need those we need those tinfoil crochet yeah stat Right. Um, All right. So yes, we talked about uh, ultraterrestrials. Very interesting um, experiment with the Estes method. Yeah. Um, So yeah, I I feel like I I don't know how you know you're actually talking to ultraterrestrials. I'll be honest. You know, I'm a big questioner. So yeah, I guess at some point you just have faith in what you're doing and they got some interesting questions and it sounds like they are going to continue. Yeah. to see what other messages they get. So you are taking great notes on their experiment and the numbers are very interesting.
1: Yeah, well one is I'm sure it's an address. Oh okay
0: I need somebody to go check it out. <laughs> it's okay. too far. Where where and where was this address? Where was the address?
1: Uh I don't know some lake by them. I have it written down I'll have to send okay. you I was going to look it up on Google Maps and see if okay. I can find it.
0: <laughs> Maybe I'll have to take a mini adventure. I don't yep. know. Um are we though Terry are we really destroying the earth though? Or I don't know. Yeah. I mean, that doesn't help. I would definitely, Mm -hmm. yeah. Dee Dee, your hair looks beautiful. Everybody, we love Dee Dee's bangs. This is- I needed an update. (laughs) I love it. They're beautiful. Beautiful. Um, Okay. So tonight we decided we were going to do a little round table. The table is filled. We're going to talk about home. I almost said home invasions. (laughs) (laughs) Is it the same or not? It could be very, very much the same thing. Home investigations- (laughs) Um, and, and I think this is one of those topics. Um, it's interesting, right? Because I think everybody, I bet you it's a high percentage of people who get into paranormal. Suddenly they're qualified to do home investigation. Right. Yeah. Oh, you know? I'm sure. Yeah. And, and I am guilty. I have, I have done several. Um, and I think it is one of those things we don't think much of. We walk into abandoned locations all the time, right? Yeah. Like we'll, we'll, pay to go in there and just do our thing um and then here we are we're uh we're oh three souls ohio river did i say mississippi you did (laughs) okay well (laughs) i'm not not Geography. geography um so yeah so you know i think um the home investigation i think there is i think there are benefits absolutely um i think there are some I think there are a lot of downsides to it. And, and we want to talk about it all, we want to talk all about the good, the bad, and all the in between, and everybody's experiences in it. So I think we have a good range of people um, who, I don't know, has, you know, different, they're, they're experienced all differently, they, they work in paranormal on all different levels, right? Some have have gifts, we all have different gifts, right? right? So we just we somebody calls out, and we say, yeah, we'll come investigate your house. And I'm just gonna say it's a little scary. You know, I've done it, I've done it in my own neighborhood, I have done one um, that I was requested to go with a psychic medium. Um, and I was not received real well. <laughs> and so you know, you do have to be careful about you're walking in somebody's private. Yeah. Home, and this is their story. And yeah, you know, um, you can't be a bull in a china shop, right? <laughs> you don't want to yeah. just walk in. You know what? What is it that people are looking for? Are they looking to be validated? I think are so. they right? Yeah. Are they looking to be calmed down? Are they looking to? I don't know. Hear somebody else's opinion about what it could be, so they could maybe yeah. change their mind. I don't know. Um, I think, hey, Lori. I think it's just going to be an interesting conversation. So we will start pulling up um, everybody that we have here. We have Miss Tammy from Afterlife, Afterlife Paranormal Investigations of Oklahoma. Yes, is that correct? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. I, I that I met Tammy through World's Largest Ghost Hunt. So sweet, sweetest voice. So oh. southern. I just love it. It's like Thank just me. talk all day. <laughs> you are a psychic medium, correct?
2: I am and yeah. um, also an administrator with the Warren Legacy Foundation for Paranormal Research.
0: That is correct. So, yeah. so you know, I, you're, we're gonna get all sorts of um, different people here. We have Mr. Colton with us of mm-hmm. Lighthouse Investigation. Um, how long have you been investigating, Colton? Like, what is, like, is this something I, you've been doing for a while?
3: I started investigating, I'd say 2013, 2014-ish, okay. so. Okay. Okay. Uh, I feel kind of new to it. I feel like I learned something new every day when it comes to this.
0: So. Yeah. Well, this is then we welcome to the table. <laughs> We're going to love having you in this conversation because we should hear all sides of it. Correct. And of course, we all know my partner in crime when it comes to get haunted, <laughs> Mr. Rob Stackwitz. Hey, Rob.
4: Hi, guys.
0: So are you fairly new to the paranormal world? And, and...
4: Yeah, it's <laughs> About two weeks ago, yeah I bought a K2 meter. <laughs> um, I watched a couple shows on TV yeah. and now yeah. I'm just out.
0: That's right. I love it. I love it. And now yeah. you're ready to go into people's homes. And of course, we're gonna round this table right off with Mr. Rick McCallum, a little Hollywood ghost hunter stepping right in. Hey Rick. Hi. How are you? <laughs>
5: Please don't ask me how long I've been doing this.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think you're a newbie.
5: See, this, this is not paint.
0: Well, no, it's not. It's not makeup. No. No, no. So we have, we are missing one. Um, we are missing Miss Mary Ruth. And I'm hoping um, that she pops on. I told her when she was ready, she pops on whenever she wants. Um, and she is with Montana Paranormal. Also somebody that I met through World's Largest Ghost Hunt. And I... I, I wanted Mary, I, I specifically reached out actually to Tammy mm-hmm. and to Mary because um, you guys were always really good about just offering thoughts, theories, and opinions when it came to paranormal. And once I kind of locked eyes on you guys with World's Largest, it was just easy to follow you guys. And I loved, I really loved how well-spoken you you guys were and are in paranormal and as women. And, and I think that we have three guys here and we have three women here. So maybe <laughs> this is a, a perfect, well-rounded table here, but you know, <laughs> let's talk about walking into people's personal homes as a female opposed to a male as well. So let's hmm. keep that in mind, but you guys are strong women. So, you know, I, 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 once this topic, Dede brought it up, it's like, oh, okay, well, I, I, why am I not? I got to ask Tammy and I got to ask Mary Ruth. So I hope she pops on when she does. We'll add her. But in the meantime, let's get started. Guys on the side, if you have any experience or if you have an opinion, please share it. We want you to be a part of this conversation. Come join the table. So home investigations, where do you want to start, Didi? What what's <laughs> the, where do you, should we just say? Ha, okay. Has? Have we all done one? Lots. Yes. 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 And Dee. yes. Just one. Okay. <laughs> yeah, outside of your own, right? Like outside well, of, outside your of your my
1: own, own yeah. yeah can't <laughs> own, <guys.
0: laughs> can't <just> <laughs> okay. So home investigations, do we feel these are good to do in general in the paranormal community? Let's just start with a very general question and we're going to dig into that a little bit. Tammy. I, yeah, I think
2: so. I think the main reason that we do these investigations is obviously to help people feel comfortable in their home to be able to live back in their home without mm-hmm. fear, to empower them, mm-hmm. to give them suggestions on how they can cleanse their own home, things that they can do to make them feel better, mm-hmm. letting light in, you know, all these things are very important to the psychology. Of, mm-hmm. of a human being anyway mm-hmm. and a lot of times we find where we go into homes and that's exactly they're just terrified and they think yeah. a lot of things are paranormal that may not even be paranormal but one little thing can happen and it, everything mm-hmm. is now paranormal and they're terrified to live in their home
6: mm-hmm. yeah. but Colton i think had, oh, i think sorry. we
2: have a oh sorry i think no. we have i think we have to remember though when we investigate Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of ethics that go into it because when you leave there, you don't live there. So right. they have to stay there. Yeah. And there are too many teams that are going into homes that are inexperienced mm-hmm. that are immediately saying, oh my gosh, you have a demon. It's a yeah. demon. We know it's a demon. And right. these people are just terrified. Yeah. And it's crazy because you can't even investigate a house one time and make that determination.
0: Right. Do it, you it use, just, do you possible. use the D word? Do you use no, the D word? no. We do not. No. Okay. No D word out of team. Colton, how do you feel about being in the paranormal, being newish to the paranormal and offering services to go into somebody's home and, and exploring some of their claims?
3: I I feel honestly that I'm not qualified to do it. I, I can walk in and kind of tell you if a spirit is there, but as far Mm -hmm. as what it is or who they are, I don't feel comfortable with myself to do that. But um I certainly don't announce that I think that there's a demonic presence in the house. I don't want to scare these poor people. They're just trying to go home and relax in their homes. So I, I don't feel qualified to do a home investigation. I've done them and they it's honestly out of my comfort level. So it's, it's still new to me.
0: Okay. Um, How do people find you then? Like how, how, how would somebody, just because they know who you are. So like the home investigations you've done are people, you know,
3: uh, yeah there are people that i know okay. personally and i know outside of the paranormal they okay. know that i've investigated some abandoned places and they have asked me to come over and see what exactly mm-hmm. is going on in their house and I, I can tell you that there's a spirit here and no. i can tell you how to let and light and protect yourself but beyond that i i, I don't feel mm-hmm. qualified to tell you much about it
0: that's it's not funny colton but isn't it funny that because i've had same same sort of situation where people like oh you go to you go to events or you go to whatever you can come to my house and you're just like yeah, yeah. That's not really how that works but sure i'll come to your house um yeah.
3: totally different dynamic
0: <laughs> yeah rob um you've done investigations how how did they find you to do investigations and
4: in- similarly right it's word of mouth um one was through a friend that knew what what i do um knows what i do and um yeah it's it's typically that i don't ha- i don't run ads i don't even <laughs> offer it but sometimes you know yeah. people know what you're into and mm-hmm. you get the call and it i can see why it's appealing as an investigator mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> but yeah for a lot of reasons that tammy hit on just not my cup of tea i just yeah. i just I don't know. And no, I don't think I'm qualified. Honestly, I don't know if anybody's qualified to go in yeah. for an eight-hour night and tell yeah. give somebody a story yeah. about yeah. what may or may not be happening. So we can get into that. But yes, yeah. they found me through through word of mouth, really.
0: Okay. And Rick, so for you, um, how how many do you think you've done? Eight to ten, I
5: would guess.
0: Okay. okay. And just because they knew who you were and they're like, Hey, Rick, come to my house. And, no, you
5: actually, know, actually some of them called me after um, ghost adventures was on
0: okay.
5: uh, other people after the books came out, you know, okay. they started getting hold of me, but um, yeah, I've been to some really interesting things. I yeah. mean, and when uh, Tammy was speaking about ethics mm-hmm. Uh, I had a thing where a man called me up. He'd been referred by a lady that I'd gone and helped her out. And he told me that he was hearing screaming through the walls, people screaming at him. Mm -hmm. I went out there and he was, he just uh, got out of the military, real nice guy, very polite. And we went through his whole place and we would stop and he'd go, do you hear them screaming at me through the walls? And, you know, you don't want to say the truth, but you owe it to them. Right. And I said, no, I don't hear it. Mm-hmm. Right. And then several times it happened. So finally, I sat him down at the end of the night and I said, Look, Jamie, and this story's in my latest book. I figured it belonged in there. I said, Jamie, do you have PTSD? Mm-hmm. And he goes, Yes. I said, Are you going back to see your doctor anytime soon? And he goes, Yeah. I said, Tell him what's happening because I've been reading that there's sometimes some of the medicines counteract right. each other and it causes hallucinations and things.
6: Mm-hmm. So about
5: three months later, I get a phone call from out of the blue, Rick. And I said, yeah. And he goes, it's Jamie, all gone. Yeah. I said, it was the medicine. And he goes, yeah. And yeah. my friend said, why did you tell him that? I said, how could I not? Yeah. yeah.
0: that's That's right there is exactly why it can be very touchy to walk into somebody's home. And you just, if you don't know them, even if you do know them, right, to... To assume that it's paranormal, then it could be something else. You, you really could be missing something very important. I mean, that gentleman could have really suffered greatly if he would have found the wrong person yeah. to come into his home and play up on that claim. Um, And that's, I think that's a really scary um, aspect of home investigation. And Tammy, to your point, you know, it it does seem like that, that's almost like one of the first things teams tend to offer up when they become a team is, oh, we can do home investigations. Like, yeah, "Yeah, that really should be like way after you've gotten some experience. And, um, you know, it's, it's a tough call. And many of us don't have degrees in psychology or psychiatry um of us don't have any kind of mental health training so right who who are we to say if you can keep your ego out of it I guess and walk in and just be like here I can try to validate some of your claims I cannot tell you one way or another I'll just try to recreate um and that's the tough part I think is sometimes it becomes that moment for you to shine in somebody else's personal space but it's personal space didi um when you've done your home investigations how did you feel i mean they were personal friends
1: well yeah see i would never that's not something that i mean i again i can see where it would be interesting to go into Mm -hmm. someone's home because you have somebody the person Mm -hmm. who has the story it's it's happening daily or whenever but um it's not something that i look for i'm more into like fun ghost you know hunting kind of stuff um but it's a friend and so she i mean the very first time i ever went to her house i noticed she had like 50 60 crosses on her wall and i thought wow oh. is that like a decorating choice or is that mm-hmm. you know something else and i didn't question her because none of my business you know right. and then as i got to know her over the couple of years um It came up finally you know Mm -hmm. and so the last time i was there on halloween um she asked you know we decided to go around while everybody had stepped out doing trick-or-treating and i went into you know we went through the different rooms and there was two rooms that were i mean i could feel what she Mm -hmm. was talking about i actually heard some of the things that she said she was hearing and so i said to her you know I mean, I can hear what you're hearing. I feel what you're feeling. I don't know. And right away, she said to me, I think it's a demon. And I said, No, you can't, you know, just assume it's a demon. It's it could be anything, you know, it's Mm -hmm. just bad energy. And I, you know, had suggested like a crystal and things like that, because she was having nightmares. I was trying to approach it from dream interpretation, you know, Um, because that's I'm stronger in that. And so It came up that we would, you know, go ahead and do an investigation. That's why I called Rick because Rick has lots of experience. And I would just be there, you know, as the friend and assisting, you know, and then he, you know, would have the experience. But Uh she she just got I don't know how to explain it. She just kept like doubting it. And I Hmm. think she was afraid. And I Mm -hmm. told her, you know, I'm not going to do if you don't want to do it, that's fine yeah um It if you want to get some answers we can try to get some answers i don't know what will happen mm-hmm. um but i think that she just and like all kinds of really bad stuff is going on in her life right now i mean i want It's personal stuff yeah. but it's just a lot of stuff and i thought okay this isn't the right time
5: yeah. she may
1: just sell the house and maybe that's just a fresh start you know mm-hmm. is for yeah. the best so i don't know but that's my one and only experience and
0: Yeah. But that and that's tough because that's somebody that you know. Yeah, and and that's
1: a thing. Yeah. And it's it's
0: sticky. It's almost one of those situations to me, especially when it becomes people you know, friends, let's say friends, not just neighborhood people. I've been invited where you know I've had friends or acquaintances that would say, Hey, I've got a friend who's having issues. Can you come? And then it always turns into me sitting down and they just want to tell you their stories. And that's great too. I'm I'm totally open to that. And and most times i would say you know just because this is what i do and you have these experiences doesn't mean that it's going to happen for me because this could be playing out just for you so i can't tell you it's going to you know unless it was you know maybe we have these misconceptions as investigators especially people forming new teams that it's going to be like a ghost adventures episode where you know <laughs> you get this location to reach out saying we've got all these crazy claims and you go in there and you you know you you get them but that's not always how it works out so yeah. Um all right, so let's go with Rob, tell us you've done a couple, you told your your stories that you shared with me, I think I feel like would it be a very common occurrence for a lot of investigators and might be why they don't continue on. So you've had you've had the good and the bad.
4: I've had yeah, I've had really good a really good experience. I had a really bad experience, and then I had one that was Almost a joke, right? Um, I think they just wanted someone to come to their house and and find something that wasn't there. So, I mean, where do you want me to? Well, what do you tell, want me to start
0: tell, with? Well, tell us your your experience that sort of made you just go, "Yeah, I'm out." Because was that yeah. your first or your second?
4: <laughs> that was that was the second. That was okay. the second one. Okay. Um, Oh God. So I'll try to keep it quick. So I got a call from kind of like what we just talked about, it, uh, a call from a friend that doesn't believe in paranormal at all. Guy worked for him, um, requested some time off of work and told him his house was haunted. There was a, a TV show coming in to, to look at, at the house. Um, and they didn't like the way that went. So He's like, well, I know a guy that does this stuff. This is kind of what I was saying earlier. It's that it was through word of mouth. So he's like, I gave him your number. He's going to call. And yet, uh, I'll be honest. Like, I was really curious. So when he called me, he started taking me through all these claims. And I'm telling you, I'm going draw listening.
0: you in, right? Oh, I was. It, yeah. <laughs>
4: instantly, so he went through all of these things. And, and the show that was there, it's a pretty famous show. It's not a, not a ghost show. It's a daytime talk show. So he runs through all these claims and he's like, what do you think? And I'm like, "You either live in the most haunted house I've ever heard of or you're, or you're a big old liar. And he's like, Rob, I'm not lying. Uh, Come over, come check it out. I want you to see the place. Um, And I'll admit I was intrigued. I'm like, okay, uh, we're going to do this. And really nice, really nice guy. Um, show up i got a couple of people together with me we went showed up and beautiful home people were pretty well to do the whole thing's catered we walked in and i've never had a catered best <laughs> we were like i'm serious it was beautiful.
0: what the hell
5: um I want to hang out with Rob.
0: Man. Do, say, like, this sounds like men. my kind of investigation. That's right. We should start Rob offering, catered. like, if you want us to come, you've got to have it catered, right? Oh, I didn't ask
4: for it. But yeah, they catered the, they catered the shit out of it. And um, <laughs> the guy opens this beautiful home. guy opens the door, and we walked in. And I have to be careful with some of this. And um, one of his daughters was there. And I don't know, it wasn't the warmest reception I've ever had by by a person that I've never met before. Um, but there is definitely something weird about this house. We walked in and I was with an alleged psychic. Um, and he was immediately drawn to this, this figure on, on a shelf and he went and turned it. And he's like, Why do you keep turning this? And the owners were instantly like, Uh oh, like, it's crazy. So they're like, "How do you know that?" And he's like, "I just know." So I put on my recorder. First thing you hear, straight out of the gate, is, you know, he asks that question again, and you hear it because she likes it that way. So I'm like, "Okay, this is weird," but this, this person, the daughter, just you could tell she didn't like us, didn't want us there at all. Um,
0: she's an adult, by the way. Just so she's know, an adult. She's not yeah, a child. She is an time. adult,
4: not not a not a kid. Um, and then it was just these little zings coming at us from her. And as I, as we went through the night, I was getting amazing, amazing EVPs. We were, we almost couldn't stop investigating to eat, right? This food is now it's over in there. This <laughs> room, and We all eat and smell the food. And finally, I'm like, you know, we need to, let's eat. Let's mm-hmm. eat. So we do, um, I'm like, where's the all where's where's the hot spot? And they're like, her bedroom. This the daughter's bedroom, of course. So I'm like, great. Um, so we ate, we spoke, um, she started challenging us on some things. And it was it, it just started feeling really, really weird. I did not feel threatened or mm-hmm. anything evil or demonic or anything like that. It was just didn't feel welcome. Mm-hmm. Um, so we go up to investigate her room, and I'm not kidding. Like, that's things kind of did go off the rails at that point. Um, I looked out, the, it, it's an old house, an old 1700s house, and each of the rooms is connected. And I looked out in the hallway, I did, I saw a pair of legs, just legs, walk by, right? and I was getting crazy EVPs. She was so uncomfortable in that room that we were in her room, mm-hmm. and it made it almost scary from the human element of it. Like, why was she so nervous about it? Mm-hmm. Um, great EVPs, great everything. We, we decided to take another break, and they had this bird, right? This African gray. And I'm walking by, and it's like, get the F out. It, oh. it. The bird says, yeah, I didn't tell you this part. I'm like, okay. And you, and you hear me on the recording, because I was still running a recorder. The bird says, get the F out. And then you hear another voice go, F and bird. I don't know where this, this <laughs> voice came from, right? So we take a break, another break. We come back in and look, this girl is visibly you now upset. She looks different. Like her throat's all veiny. And like this girl, i like, I don't know what's wrong with her, but she does not want mm-hmm. us there. Um. We continue to the point where it got, really really weird just really really weird paranormally and the human element and i'm like we all decided it's like it's time to go this was more it felt like more of a as much paranormal as was happening it did feel like there needed to be a social worker there or or somebody to help there's something absolutely off here um she was again making comments And we're just like, you know what, we're going to go. And they got very upset with us. They couldn't believe that we were leaving. And I was like, listen, is this the only place you ever had a problem? And they're like, no, everywhere we've lived, it's been a problem since she was born. So there's something happening around the girl, but there's also clearly to me, and I'm not a psychiatrist, but there's something else. We're now in this really delicate situation where, we're like you said. We're in somebody's house now. Mm-hmm. We're in the middle of some some family issues. Yeah, that were pretty apparent. There's paranormal happening for sure, and then there's other things happening. And I'm like, we just in so far over our heads that it was time to just pull out. I did regret it, um, and so did the others that were with me. So we decided to leave. They're very very upset with us it gets worse. So two days later I get calls from my friend, this guy worked for him and he's like, Hey, they're accusing you of trying to burn their house now. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, what? Like what? And yeah. So the daughter was like, you know, I had Rob had planted matches and some incendiary device in her room. Um, we, that I was making threats to her it, it was instant oh, regret, uh, instant regret. Wow. And the weirdest part about that, the following two days was I was having dreams about this girl and I got a call. Uh, the dream was she opened it. We'd knock, she'd open the door and she was standing there smiling. And there was like this, this rope between us. Other people had the same oh. dream over there. It was, it was absolutely crazy. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's what scared me enough to be like, yeah, this is just kind of not my (laughs) thing. Um, But yeah, there were actual accusations made of us trying to burn this house down. Me specifically, which is, it's a terrible feeling, right? Because we don't know what's happening. Um, He did, the dad did call me weeks later and he's like, hey, Rob, like, I need you to come. I left a motion sensor there in the house. Like, that's how fast we left. I'm (laughs) like, You can keep it. Like it's all yours. He's like, no, come back. We want you to come back. I want it. I'm like, no, we're not coming. I'm not coming back. And he, he's like, Rob, I think my my daughter's possessed. And it, you're now put into this position where, what do you say to that? Right now, this is this is this guy's daughter. Yeah. Um, do I think she's possessed? No. What if I'm wrong? What, yeah. You know what either
0: way what if you're wrong (laughs)
4: um yeah especially after hearing these these accusations i don't even know what to believe at this point um but i'm like i said no i don't i don't think that's the case but i do think she needs to talk to somebody for sure paranormal or not something's wrong Mm -hmm. and this became this enormous issue not just for me but for the guy that he worked for who was close friend of mine so again we were inserted into this family situation where there was a bunch of different things happening all in the name of hoping to give them something to make them feel better about and I, you know, I think we made it worse no. um and i felt i did i felt bad about it for a while and then from a business perspective it's not how you it's not what you want on your resume either yeah,
6: yeah. Um, yeah. but
4: I'm not joking. For nearly a year, um, I was hounded about it uh, by them to come back and they just wanted me back in that house. And I'm like, it's kind of yeah. creepy at this what point. What if I
0: was to sacrifice you? I mean, I guess oh there's God. a point where, because you don't know what you're walking into, even if it's a friend asking you to come by to for yeah. one of their friends, you really don't know what you're yeah. you're walking into. And that's, a, that's a, I think, a scary situation. Hi, Mary. Hi! I'm Mary so from, sorry. Oh my gosh, you are so good. Our I table is,
7: started at six.
0: No, you're good. Listen, I'm not the, an Eastern. <laughs> your table is always open, Mary. Um, Mary is with Montana Paranormal, and I was just kind of, I was saying at the beginning of the show that I, I specifically wanted to reach out to you and Tammy because I, I'm always very, I admire how you guys post, what you talk about, how you talk about it, and I just thought you would be a good representation for the female sector of paranormal to talk about home investigations. So welcome to Paranormally Blunt once Thank again. Um, Mary, let's ask you, have you, do you do home investigations?
7: Yes, um, that's what we primarily do.
0: Okay,
7: uh, We've actually only held the one, um, okay. the global ghost hunt, um, the world's, world's largest. largest yeah that's the first one that we've ever done publicly other than that everything's private we don't allow clients to bring anyone outside the family or if it's a business it's employees or you know only it's um we try to make it very you know it's private it's confidential until the client decides they want to release it or um if they don't um i make everybody sign a bunch of waivers we sign you know, confidentiality agreements, things like that, client signs, um, permission slips that we can, cannot release this, that. Um, And so we've, that's just what our business has always been is real private. And we find it really nice and intimate um, and get that really sense of um, gratification when you help somebody specific that's having these issues that they don't know about
0: and yeah. you know a very private area of their life. Yeah that's so you'll you'll bring a, a very different element then because then this is what your team does specifically um, instead of most of us who kind of like to explore paranormal on our own and do the things that we do and then we will introduce home investigations. So well I, I'm glad I'm glad we get to have you um, added to this conversation. Let's touch on D Hoot's question though, here, real quick. Rob, did you ask that question of the homeowner at all? Like, hey, or <coughs> would, she, would she have even been honest? You know, that's the other thing. Yeah,
4: I honestly don't believe anything that night was truly honest. Any yes, answer? But no, it wasn't a question I asked. Um, also, i not, not one of those people that thinks the Ouija board's going to mm-hmm. Satan showing up the minute you touch that planchette. It, it, to me, it's just an, a tool like all the other tools we use. Mm -hmm. um but no didn't ask i didn't need to either i knew something was wrong so yeah um i stayed away from it because she did she had me nervous the whole night and i'm just like i'm not gonna provoke her
0: yeah that i think that's a very scary position to be in um tammy when you guys do home investigations do start off with a lot of questions of like, so do you guys participate in paranormal? Have you have you opened any portals lately? Like, do you have sort of a rundown that you go through?
2: We absolutely do. So before we even go out to the client's house, we have a client intake, we have one of our Um, investigators calls and they go through multiple page intake asking all of those questions and the mental health aspect as we were touching on a while back is extremely important because I mean you don't know the people you just Mm -hmm. have no idea and they're going to be honest or dishonest with Mm -hmm. you and that's still up in the air when you head out there but it and we have them send us pictures of their home. And sometimes I'll remote view those beforehand. And okay. we we look into all of this stuff prior to going out to a location. And then even going out to a location, we have this phrase that, you know, we're more scared of people than we are ghosts, yeah. Yeah. because that's just the truth. You yeah. never know what you're stepping into. Yeah. You could be going to a house that has illicit activity, and you're completely unaware. Mm -hmm. So you have to be really, really careful when you're doing these things. And so, you know, yes, absolutely. We have a client intake. We vet them. Mm -hmm. We kind of do, we don't do like background searches, so to speak, but we do check out their address, their property location, Mm -hmm. um, the family members. We get very, very specific Mm -hmm. on all the information. Who's having activity? Where is it coming from? What are their names? Do do they live here full time? Do they not? Um, Is anyone on medications? Is there any kind of illnesses in the family? anyone on the spectrum, we ask lots of questions before we ever even head out to a location.
0: Do you find them to be fairly open and honest about answering those questions?
2: You know, most of the time, yes. Um, We have had a Ouija board case um, where a a daughter, a teenager had played with a board and Mm -hmm. she did have some cult type stuff in her bedroom. Um no, does that mean she's actually practicing or doing something? Right. No, it absolutely doesn't. And so it's also very important when you're asking all these questions and you're getting background information to mm-hmm. actually keep an open mind mm-hmm. because you just don't know what you're what you're going to deal with.
0: Yeah. That's that's very true. Um Colton, how how so far just hearing what they're saying how like does that change your mind at all about like Oh, sure. I mean, you stated at the at the beginning, like I'm not qualified to do this, (laughs) but yet you still would go in and do it. Like, does this does this make you
3: feel less inclined? It makes me feel it it honestly makes me feel more inclined and it's it's more gathering the information Mm -hmm. before Mm -hmm. you even step foot in the house. What kind of you know, what what are the experiences you are having is what what's what's the overall situation like are Mm -hmm. you like you said on the spectrum or are you um on any kind of medication or is there any kind of mental illnesses I think that's something really to Mm -hmm. to find out because what if this is not a paranormal case what if this isn't a haunting if this is actually something related to psychology or psychiatry Mm -hmm. so I think there's so much more and I think a lot of investigation teams overlook that they just want to go in to hear there's something going on in the house well it's actually Mm -hmm. your hot water heater turning on that happened to me actually i thought my house was haunted no it's the hot water heater kicking off so but i I guess there's so much more (laughs) to it than going in with an evp and seeing if if this house is haunted there's so much more
4: i feel like we're not there there's different there's different requests right like in my case it was you guys got to come document this. So I want to yeah. show everybody the truth. Right. Versus somebody reaching out saying, I right. need help. Right. So when a friend of a friend calls and says, why don't you come over and, and, and see what you can capture?
6: Mm-hmm. I'm not going
4: to ask them the mental health questions. I'm not going to ask them all that because clearly there was, it wasn't somebody asking for help. Um, however, after that, I'd still say, <laughs> yeah, no, no yeah. thanks. But, so I, I think you have to look at it from different angles mm-hmm. in terms of what how the request is coming. If they're reaching out to Tammy, it sounds like, to me, it sounds like there's an issue, right? Somebody who's right. asking right. for help versus somebody going, hey, come over here and check this shit out. Because right. that was the situation that I was in with it. But I,
0: right. I think we're, so we might be, and you're right, there's going to be different, there's always different levels and types of home investigations. There's not just one kind. It, the majority of us are asked because that people somebody in our in that person's life knows we participate yeah. in the paranormal. Tammy and Mary are a different situation because this is something that you guys actually do sort of advertise as this is what we do. we can aid you. So people are and, and Mary, you actually, you also take it a step further mary is is amazing at keeping or gathering teams or uh individuals that can help out across the united states so mary has put the call out several times we've put it on get haunted to help yeah. locate teams that were able to help if she will say hey i've got somebody reaching out in Oklahoma does anybody know a team and then you know she keeps a little bit of a data log um, to make sure that there's that somebody can cover these areas because Mary knows she can't get to all those areas so mm-hmm. d- that probably attracts a different client wouldn't you say that Mary probably then what is reaching out to Rick or Rob or myself or or Dee, Dee or Colton You're yeah th-
7: absolutely yeah, mm-hmm. yeah because they these people are you know they're experiencing something that's not thrill for them a lot of people you know they think of teams a lot of the time and it's going to locations um, with the public and it's a thrill ride Mm -hmm. um it's not necessarily i'm scared i need help and so Mm -hmm. when they do reach out you know we treat it very seriously um and like um she said, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, you know, we gather a lot of information on them. Uh, you know, mental health is also something that, you know, I ask them about. Um, and so I've always, I never want to turn somebody down. Right. And so I love being able to network with people that um, I believe can actually help. And so I also ask that you specifically, you know, work with homeowners um, if you're going to be on my list. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Have you ever have Tammy or Mary, have you guys ever said no, if you've got, if you've done the intake forms and you're like, you know what, this is going to be out of our wheelhouse. Have you ever said no?
7: I haven't yet. Nope.
0: No,
2: No. although there's a couple we should have said no.
6: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Just just
2: based on after you get there and Mm -hmm. and you are like, oh, this is not what we thought it was. And, you know, um, you know, we've had a case where we actually went and investigated and, um didn't know it at the time, but in reviewing back our NVR footage, it was just actually mice that were causing the disturbance. Okay. And you can see their little beady eyes on the tape going up (laughs) to our equipment and then the equipment would go off and they're (laughs) long gone. And you think, okay, well, what just, something just happened. What is that? Yeah. You don't notice it till later. So there are times Mm and, and you know, that that happens when you end up later realizing, Mm -hmm. okay, well, they didn't need me. They needed An exterminator
0: yep. <laughs> right which is still not an easy answer probably no, to and, give somebody
2: correct and that's what that's the difficult part about it and I think Mary would agree with me that's like really difficult when you have yeah. those situations yeah. and you have to that's what you have to come and tell them which is yes. embarrassing for them but at mm. the same time they need to know
7: absolutely yeah we don't sugarcoat it we don't we don't try to make it something it is you know and we've right. had cases where we do go as well and we there's, there's nothing here, you know, I'm sorry. Um, we still, you know, we'll try to figure out the cause of it, but we can't right. always. And if we know it's not paranormal, then we just give them, you know, please call an electrician, please call a plumber. Right. You know, it's, it's possibly something like this to, you know, from what we've seen, what you've said, mm-hmm. um, they get a huge report workup, um, and information and references, you know, for mm-hmm. where to go, who to talk to. Um, and so you do always feel bad. <laughs> yeah. But we've only had, I think, one of them. So, uh, one case like that so far, and nobody's lashed out. Um, mm-hmm. And so that's always good. Mm-hmm. They, you know, whether they like it or not, you know, mm-hmm. there is, some, you know, some gratefulness at the end of the night, you sure. know, sleep right. a little better. Well, but-
4: hey. How long, like how long? I don't know, so I'm curious. Like, how long are you guys there? How long until you make a determine? Yeah, how long does it? How many hours are put into this before that report gets started?
7: Um, it's. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, that's okay. You can go ahead. I'll go after uh, you.
0: Okay. <laughs> Get the nicest people. Out there. Okay.
7: Um. So it starts with. There's obviously all the intake forms and things like that. We include all this information, just kind of a a summary or a rebuttal of everything in one place so that they can compare. You said this, here's what we found. Um, So it takes from the minute they contact us um, till we get the paperwork back. You know, they have to give us permission to research their home. Um, And then we, you know, we will go we'll spend all night there, you know, as long as we can, we can only do so much. We've only, I think once or once, maybe spent more than one night at mm-hmm. a location. Um, but then you go home and you've got hours and hours, you know, we've got maybe like 40, 60 hours mm-hmm. of footage to review. Yeah. And um, we have yeah. a, a, a promise to try and get the report to the client within a month because we don't want to keep them on the edge of their seat. We don't want to, you know, leave them in this void of what's going on. Um, you can only, you know, communicate and say, you know, we're working on it so many times. yeah. Um, yeah we was, do try to keep that promise. Yeah, um,
4: I was just curious. I have no idea. So I'm like, Does this take a day, <laughs> yeah. a week, a month? Oh,
7: my God. It's never ending. I mean, once the investigation at the location ends, it doesn't end until you can come to some sort of um, agreement or, you know, advice some sort of helpful information, Mm -hmm. whether it's, Hey, we want to come back um, or it's, you know, call an electrician.
0: So it sounds like you have like a really good, like, so you and Tammy both have really well uh, preparedness before you go in, right? You, you do that part, which many of us don't, even if we ask some questions, it sounds like you guys get really down and dirty and getting the information you need. But I'm just curious, is a night really enough to make an assessment? Never.
2: Yeah, and I think, I mean, for us, I know we treat each home like it's a case by case basis so if we go into that home and we are just dead not having any activity at all there is just no reason to stay there all night long and continue to just sit there and like twiddle your thumbs and look around and go you know was that the house settling or was that a noise so i mean we we kind of you know allow the night to decide how long we stay we've had many cases though sarah where we go out to a house, we have activity, we get EVPs, we know some of the history afterwards. Typically, I don't go in front loaded because mm-hmm. being a medium, I don't want to know anything. Okay. Um, but yet the team knows. Right. So they have all the information and I do, I'll do a walk. Um, our co-lead is a counselor. She also is, has sensitivities. She's, she's a sensitive empath. So she'll do a separate walk. We actually bring our walks together, take notes and compare. Um, It's amazing how often we are keying on the same exact locations. So that's very helpful. Mm -hmm. And then we set our equipment up and go from there. If we are having a busy night and it's crazy, you know, we may stay all night. We may stay until two, three in the morning um, and then come home. But we never, the important thing with us is we never Mm -hmm. just leave someone. You know, it's you walk away with information. You give them a, a little bit and say, "This is what we think is going on." We want to try to see it to conclusion. So we've we've had several locations where um, we've gone out four, five, six times over a course okay. of time okay. and investigated. And each time, you build on what you get, and you right. finally have this big full picture of what you think is really happening, and you can put them at ease. And then give them power to stay in their own house, empower them to live there, give mm-hmm. them something they can do. And we've gotten, you know, very well response back with, thank you so much. That's yeah. exactly what I needed to know. And Spirit and I are now coexisting.
0: Right. Um, Rick, would you let somebody put you on speed dial? So if they needed somebody to come in at any time, <laughs> like, holy shit, Rick, it's two yeah. o'clock in the morning and I'm having activity. Can you, can you show up? Would you be willing to do that?
5: I'm on it. <laughs> <laughs> you're on it. Yeah, I, I'm the guy that sits in castles in Scotland by myself yeah. all
0: night. So, I yeah. mean,
5: it, uh, yeah. But you're, you're all talking about things. One thing that I, I would say when I go to uh, a location,
6: mm-hmm.
5: I set the narrative right off the bat.
6: Mm-hmm.
5: We're going to do this my way
6: mm-hmm.
5: or I'm leaving but not in a mean way just say you know this is the way i do things and follow along i'll ask questions if you want to point out a spot let's do that you come with me but i'm going to lead this right and the other thing is it really gets me is some people say well i think it's a demon
6: yeah.
5: and i'll tell them straight out say it's not
6: no. you know, no.
5: you know because you think it's a demon yeah. I said, I've, I've dealt with demons twice in my life in 56 years, twice. Mm-hmm. They don't come around every damn thing just because TV shows say they do. Yeah. And there will be absolutely no doubt
6: mm-hmm.
5: what they are when you run into one. You wouldn't have to say, I think this is it. Yeah. You know, you'd be absolutely convinced.
0: Mm-hmm. But on
5: the other side of that, um, there's another story in the book, and I'm not trying to push the book, but it's in the book. Um,
0: He's not trying to push the book, but you can get it on Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um,
5: but no, I, I got called out to Malibu by some people that I worked in the film business with, and I waited till her her uh, boyfriend came back from filming because I did, I don't like to go to ladies' houses by myself, you know. Just I just don't, you know. Um, so anyway, they came back, and when we went there, Kane and I went, and you know, we got over there, and there's like twelve people inside the house. We went, What's going on? They said, "Oh, we just having a party. They just want to see what you're going to do." And we're like. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So anyway, we went that to the whole place, <laughs> nothing went off, nothing, 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 nothing. Yeah. And finally, everybody left but me and the lady and her friend, the girl okay. who invited me.
6: Mm-hmm.
5: And we're in the kitchen, and there's these big um, windows right there, the kind, the curve, you know, the mm-hmm. three windows. And uh, I said, what, why do you think this place is haunted? We haven't found anything in here. And they said, well, we hear voices and we things like that, and I said, really? I said, uh, "Did anybody die in this house?" And she goes, No,. Said, hmm. she goes, Oh, now I won't say the name, but mrs. so-and-so right there got stabbed 14 times by her by her uh, son and died right in that window, which is like <laughs> ten feet from the window I'm standing
6: yeah.
5: at. Yeah. so after I said, Ask if she's here. So she asked the K2 went off five lights I hadn't gone off all night, right And then it started answering everything I asked mm-hmm. right. So then finally, I said, are there more, you know, how many are here? And I started counting. It turned it turned out that it said there were three.
6: Mm-hmm.
5: And I asked if anybody wanted to cross over. And this one thing went, you know, all five lights. I said, well, look, I'm just going to tell you what I've heard. I, I said, you know, I can't give you the absolute definite, you know, decision of what happens, but I've heard this works. I said, uh, can you see a bright light off in the distance? And it goes all five lights again. I said, okay you're going to want to walk that way go to that light. Right. So I said, you understand And It, it lit up again. So as it, I kept asking, I said, keep going. And then I, it, it went down to like three. Right. I said, good. I want to see the K2 meter go down. I want to know your energy's leaving this area.
6: Mm-hmm.
5: And then it went down to two It just flickered. I said, can you give us a clue that you made it right? And the girl, there was one here and one here, you know, facing me. And the one that was on this side, spun around, I mean, like a top and looked behind her because we both heard a voice, right? And you all know, you don't say, hey, I heard this. Did you hear it too? Yeah. Yeah. You know, you say, what did you hear? Right? <laughs> so I just looked over and I said, you heard something, didn't you? She goes, I heard a voice. I said, so did I. What did it sound like? She goes, it was a man's voice. I said, yeah, that's what I heard. And I said, what did it say? And she looked at me and she had, I mean, I thought she was going to lose it. She looked at me and she goes, I heard him say goodbye. Me, I said, I did too. So there is
6: yeah.
5: a good side to this, yeah. you know. You know, uh, but, you know. it all just depends on what kind of person you are, how you all act, yeah. you know. I mean, yeah. if you go in and somebody's starting to try to push you around, and I'm not talking about you, Rob. I'm just saying because this man <laughs> I mean, with this story, it sounded like they're kind of rough on him, right. <laughs> but I have gone to a place where a guy kept leaving. He said, oh, everything's going crazy. And he kept going. So finally, one time when he walked back to his bathroom, I followed him. And he had a pile of coke about this big, oh. and, and we're just burying his face in it. And I, just, I just walked out to this friend. I said, "I'm out of here." Yeah. I said, "This guy's got more coke in here. It's, <laughs> it's not, not, it's what's not a ghost. It's not
0: a ghost. <laughs>
6: oh
5: my so I said, god. I said, if I was going to help you, I'd throw the coke in, in the toilet and flush it down. I said, oh, yeah. I said, but I'm not going to stay here because if the cops come looking for you, I don't want to be. Got 15 pounds of coke in it. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's or like not. i'm just
0: here for ghosts not coke i swear everybody's
5: different i mean yeah you know
0: well that's the thing we don't know they don't know who we are and as we've stated there are many teams out there that might not be doing they might believe they're doing it for the right reasons but we don't what really who are we to say what the right reason is and then uh, you, you touched on something, Rick, and I want to put this out here um, because Mary, do you have, do you have gifts or do you have any, you know, I, I think we're all gifted, but is there anything specific that you add to your title of investigator that you share with people or?
7: Um, you know, I don't label myself. <laughs> um, we have a medium or two on the team, okay. um, one very empath um, and one medium. Okay. And you know, the longer we do this, I find the more intuitive I become. I've also found out from a few mediums that my family is very um, intuitive, and I've reached out to them, and they're just like, "Oh my God, yeah!" Like yeah. <laughs> yeah. my grandma's like, "Yeah, I've suppressed it." You know, we've had some really crazy conversations.
0: So yeah. okay. I so you-
7: the longer I go, the more I can accept yeah. something like this. You know, I've heard heard them, and you know things like that and so but I don't I don't give myself a label because I don't want people to expect something from
0: me but you're so you have intuitiveness Colton you have and do you feel you have something where you can rely on it that you're confident even if you don't share that confidence in it do you have something that you
3: yeah, yeah. I, I kind of want to go back to what Mary said. I don't necessarily attach that that label mm-hmm. to myself. I, I I come in as an investigator. I don't come in as a psychic medium or a medium or a card reader or anything. I come in as an investigator. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily want that attached to me during like a, 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 a household investigation. Because then they start asking you these questions like the most obscure questions <laughs> that you know, what number am I thinking of? Or what is my granddad's birthday or something like that? And you know, you know, it happens. So yeah. Um yeah. I, I go in as an investigator and I guess I do have like a level of intuition there, but I don't always share that with people. It kind of depends on the audience being able to read that room.
0: Well, everybody knows now, Colton. Did you hear we are the number one <laughs> oh, podcast yeah. on the planet? So um, yeah. <laughs>
5: Everybody everybody, it's everybody broadcasted
0: knows. now. Oh, That's God. right. That's right. And Rob, you you have you do have gifts. I know he doesn't like to, to discuss them um as much as I don't like to discuss mine. And and you know, I, I think like Dee I feel you definitely have that. You, you, I think you have more of that intuitiveness, but you definitely use the dream state as your as that's your. That's where I tool. can understand it. Yeah, yeah, that's sort of how you do. So, knowing all this about us, let's let's. I want to put this out here, and, and I think this could be a, a touchy subject. And I, I'm curious how many of us agree with it. Um, uh, Rick, you mentioned crossing over. Do you? Dee, do you believe in the ability to cross over a spirit?
5: Well, I believe that they have the ability to cross over. Yeah. I think you just have the ability to say you probably want to go that way.
0: Yeah. Okay. So you have, you're, you're not, you're just making the suggestion.
5: Yeah. Say so this is what, and like I said, I said, this is what I've heard. Okay. You know, I haven't done it myself, but do you see the light? That's mm-hmm. what I've heard. You need to go to the light.
6: Okay. And,
5: um, yeah, there was a lot more to it, but I wanted everybody to have a chance to talk. So.
0: Yeah.
5: Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, it's, it's just like anything else. You can point him to the, you know, point him in the right direction and see what happens.
0: All right, Dee, Dee and how do, how do you feel about it? Do you think you have the ability or the right to say go to the light? I would mm-hmm. not do it
1: only because I don't know exactly what that means to send somebody to the light. I don't even know if it's a person or what's going on. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know how I feel about other people doing it. I think that I just don't, I don't have enough knowledge mm. about it to like make a decision. So mm. I would not, if something was asking me to cross over to the light, then I might ask them something like, well, do you see a light? Yeah. You've seen someone else go to the light. Like yeah. I, you don't know, like, if you were just a person there looking at a light, I would approach it that way. Yeah. If I was having the experience, who else has been through the light? Can you throw something through the light? <laughs> you know, I don't know. Yeah. So it's a little sketchy for me. Yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. So
0: you're, you're sort of on the fence with sending a spirit to light. Tammy, I'm going to say. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Yeah. To Didi's point, to Didi's point, we have attempted to do that once. Mm -hmm. I think it's important to note that spirits are going to cross if they want to cross. Mm -hmm. You can't make them cross. Mm -hmm. So that in itself is something to be, to be said. However, Mm -hmm. like we have had one time we've gone back repeated times to this residence and we do know there was a, a suicide there and we did connect with the gentleman and he was asking to cross but he was terrified okay. and we attempted and i don't think he wanted to go yeah. so that's you know that's what you deal with and it, it's but is it right to go into a home and automatically say we're going to cross over whatever's here? No, I I don't think so. I absolutely don't. If someone's asking for that Mm -hmm. and you're getting confirmation and validation through a spirit, then I would say, yeah, go for it. You know, let's, let's try to, or find the proper people that can help that happen for you Yeah. Um, because you know, there are no experts and I certainly am no expert in crossing over spirits. Um, But If, in fact, that's the case, then you may. But if, you know, otherwise, I I don't I don't like it when teams call up and they say, oh, yeah, well, we were at this location and we crossed over their grandpa. You know, like, no, that's not for you to be the judge and jury on whether that's to be done or not.
0: And we don't even know if they did. Rob, do you believe that you can cross over a spirit or that you should cross over a spirit? Let's shake it up, Rob. Let's get no, some real right, controversy going. Come on. Rob has a big smile on his
4: face. Can't wait for this one. Is this, look? Are you God? I have a hard time subscribing to the notion that these beings, entities, whatever they are, can stand here in a kitchen, talk to us, make things move, but are somehow directionally challenged. They see this light over here and are like, eh, I don't know if I should go over there. Um, but if that's the case, yeah. uh, I like would I believe I would believe that I don't know. I have a hard time believing what Tammy mentioned. That yeah, if they want to go, they're gonna go, right? I, I don't feel like it's hey, go over there. I just don't. I have a hard time. with that also doesn't mean I I'm right. I mean, I just have my own theories on it. Yeah. But I just have a hard time processing the fact that they can't figure that shit out, but they can right. do all these other amazing things that we right. wish we could do.
0: Well, I want to bring up Terry's comment again, and he's saying if we're going the Christian route, right, then our soul and spirits are here until rapture. And so here's where I sort of, and I've said this many times, for me, I, I don't follow a Christian narrative. I just don't. I, I was born raised Christian, but let that go about 12 years ago. Um, and so I, for me, I feel like if you are following a Christian narrative, God would never let you feel lost. I just, all the things I do remember about Bible study and, and confirmation, I just, I don't, I just can't imagine he would let you float around and not know where to go. But Oh,
1: I have to chime in on this then because okay. also someone who was raised with Christianity, what my understanding was, is that if you were going with God, you would go straight with God. If you weren't, then the separation of God was where your hell is. Maybe those are our ghosts. Just throwing oh, that in there. <laughs> oh,
0: okay. Well, and and then we talk about all the different types of Christianity. There, it's not all one, right. not all one big happy family. We're just no. not. Um, and then you throw in the other. Uh, religions. I mean, you know, Jewish religion, you don't even, I mean, they don't believe in that at all, really. There's, I mean, you can go to the Polish side of it, right? We can talk about Dybbuk's, um all day long, but, you know, that's a whole different can of worms. Um, so it, it is, it's interesting, right? And then I'm not even, I am not well versed on the Quran, so I'm not even sure what their take on, like, I know jinns are a big part of their ghost stories, but I'm not even sure a jinn was ever A me one time right and then no
1: it's an entity yeah right it could be good or bad
0: right so it's it i think that part of it is a very interesting take colton how do you feel would would you be willing to say yes or no how you feel about (laughs) it's gonna this is on this is on youtube dude so it's (laughs) out there
3: (laughs) so i guess if if somebody asked me can you come over to this house of mine and help cross these people over i'm like who who is the the grand judge to say you have this power to cross people over and it's your responsibility to make sure they get to the other side Mm -hmm. and kind of like with what both Rick and Tammy said, Mm -hmm. it's, you know, here's the light. It's over here. If you want to go to it, go to it. But if not, that's your Mm -hmm. business. So I, Mm -hmm. I, it's almost like the spirits business is what, what do they want to do? I'm not going to Mm -hmm. force you to go and I'm not going to force you to stay. And I'm not going to walk in and say, I'm going to cross these people over. I, I don't feel that is, honestly my duty or my responsibility to do that for Mm -hmm. spirits that's Mm -hmm. someone some other deity some other entity that is not me
0: yeah mary what do you want to add to this
7: um i my idea is a lot like tammy's we um one of the things that we ask our clients is what do you want out of this Mm
0: -hmm.
7: um you know what are you what are you looking for um do you just want to know do you want us to help Mm-hmm. um and so we we don't give ourselves permission to do anything um in the house that they don't want us to as well if they say i just want to learn to live with it if maybe mm-hmm. it's my mother i don't know you know then we don't we just give them information of what we've gathered um as of right now we've actually only had one client ask us um to help with something like that. It's the case mm-hmm. that we're working on right now, actually. Um, and so. Because,
0: to actually cross the spirit over to yes, help.
7: Yeah. Um, and, you know, when I went in the first day and she's like, all right, you're going to get it out of here. I'm like, it's not that simple. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, I don't even know what's here. if There's something mm-hmm. here. Slow down. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so that is making this case a little more um, in depth because now we, have to take what we got do a lot more research figure out what um what is you know try to narrow down exactly what uh we think it is in order to be able to try to do something because you can't just walk in and try yeah. to stop everything you know no matter what it is it just doesn't yeah. work like that um and so um this is this has been a really interesting one and so yeah. I like Tammy said, I just I don't feel like it's necessarily something that we can just go in and do. and if somebody wants us to, once I gather the information that I feel is adequate to provide this sort of service that they're looking for, mm-hmm. uh, then we'll reach out to somebody or um, like Rick said, we'll go in and we'll just talk with them and we'll see if they just want to go themselves.
0: Yeah. Do you think that when we say as investigators, You know, we walk in and we say, "Okay, I've crossed over the spirit. Do you think just giving a client that suggestion, just suggest because none of us, to my knowledge, none of us have been to the other side yet. (laughs) So we can't for sure know what any of this is about. So do you think giving those suggestions sometimes is all a client really needs? I wouldn't do it. You wouldn't do it you yeah. wouldn't say i'm gonna like you wouldn't just use the the words no. like i've crossed it over
5: yeah. no and, and like the same thing i didn't say that i crossed it over okay. okay i said we said this is what we've heard and it's over there yeah okay i don't think that people can cross someone over that's god's purview
6: mm-hmm.
5: okay but you can help them along say there's the trail
6: mm-hmm
5: Right, that's what I've heard from every everything I've read. There's a light at the end of a dark tunnel. It's actually in one of the scriptures. You know, "Yea, though I walk through the valley of death, I fear no evil." For you know, that mm-hmm. all all that stuff. So, I, I have to relay this too. I, I have, and I don't mean this to be crazy, but every once in a while, I have what's called lucid dreams, mm-hmm. and I had a dream. I was sitting there watching TV wide awake and bam, something happened. And all of a sudden I was in the tunnel and I was terrified. I was absolutely terrified. I was expecting hands to grab me, drag me off, you know, like that. So I see the light way off in the distance and I went, okay. And I start going that way and I'm still scared the whole way. And I get about 30 yards away from the light and the light's getting bigger and bigger. And it looks like I'm looking through wax paper. I can see figures moving on the other side, but I can't see who they are. Right? And I'm standing there, and I'm standing there, and something hits me in the ass, knocks me forward. Right? And I freeze. I'm like, "Oh, they're getting me!" And another one hits me. Bam! Right? And these things start hitting me in the legs, pushing me forward, and I, I started moving. And uh, as I got about another ten yards, it got very, very light where I could see, mm-hmm. and I looked down. And this still kind of chokes me up a little bit. Uh, it was all the dogs that I'd had in my life pushing me forward. Oh, so yeah, I got that dream for a reason. I think that's so. Sweet. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's very. So sweet.
5: anybody who loses a pet, they're waiting for you.
0: Yeah, yeah, I you know. It is interesting. We all bring our personalities to these home investigations. Mm-hmm. And have you guys ever, and Rob, I know you've had a good experience as well.
4: It was awesome. It was yeah. one of the best <laughs> nights ever. I had so much fun. And, and we helped these people. Um, and when I say help them, it, they felt better about yeah. everything. And the girl, daughter, started sleeping in her bed at, back again. and mm-hmm. And and I guess, so going back to your point about suggestion, right? I don't know if what we told them that night was, if the just the mere suggestion of "hey, like it's gonna be okay" and try these couple of things helped, mm-hmm. or if it actually helped. But um, that one was positive and it was
6: mm-hmm.
4: fun yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and felt like I didn't create a problem versus right. the other
0: one. I think that is one thing. And I stated that in the, in the show notes and please everybody go to the show notes. I did put everybody's Facebook pages and or websites. If they had them, please support our guests tonight. It means the world to any content creator and any investigator. Um, and especially, you know, Tammy and Mary have a business and, that's, you know, the word of just spreading the word is is so everybody gets very grateful to that. So please help yourself to those links down below, check them out. Um, But we all bring something so different to these home investigations. And I I do want to, um, I want to bring up Melissa's comment because first she said she sometimes she wishes she could come to the screen and and speak on these things. And it's not that no one wants to hear what you have to say, Melissa, I think you have wonderful things to say. Melissa is very, very steadfast in her faith. She is a very, she is probably, she sings beautifully with her choir. She plays music for her church. Um, It is a very important part of her life. Um, I think this is where it can be a very delicate situation though, because, you know, and I would assume when you guys, Tammy and Mary, when you're taking the intake information, you know, is that something that is important to these clients? What is your belief as the investor investigator coming into the home?
7: Yep, absolutely.
2: Yeah, their their faith, what they're based in, is mm-hmm. absolutely mm-hmm.
0: But stellar, is it, important. But is it important that you have it? Do they want to try? Do they want who's coming in the house to match their belief system?
7: I found that if they're reaching out to us, mm-hmm. that's not necessarily very important. Right you know, that we respect it is Mm -hmm. one thing, but if, you know, they're coming to us, even if they're very Christian family, Mm -hmm. you know, they're obviously trusting us and trusting that we're not judging or, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's, that is one of actually the things when I bring people onto my team is I, you know, I let them know that everybody's different and won't be tolerating any judgment and this is how it is. And so we, you know, the clients treat us with respect, and we treat them with respect.
0: Do you guys, do both of you have different people of different faiths in your on your teams? <laughs> um, I
7: mean, we, we do. We've got, I think, two or three. Okay. Um, a, we've got a Christian. We've got a Mormon. We've got um, people with, they claim no religion.
0: Agnostic or I guess what's the other one? My atheist. I guess it'd be more atheist than
7: (laughs) I don't claim religion, but I don't label it either. (laughs) I'm just one of those people
0: like Mm -hmm. I just I'm me. What's happening? Does the
4: client's faith change your investigative style or what happens on site?
0: Question, Rob. You should have a show. (laughs) I suck at this. (laughs) For
7: us it changes how we go about the suggestions and cater Mm -hmm. the end results that they want Mm
6: -hmm.
7: according to their faith and if that's important to them to do Mm
6: -hmm. okay
2: yeah yeah definitely that's where it would come in for us too is not on how we handle the investigation but how we sum it up and Mm -hmm. hand it to them and give them suggestions on what to deal what to how to deal with what they're dealing with
6: Mm -hmm.
5: Everybody has to remember, too, it doesn't make any difference what what faith you have or anything like that, as long as you go there and try to help the person you're trying to help. Yeah.
4: No, I think my question, Rick, was more around the, would the client have a preference about things that happen or don't happen?
5: Mm-hmm.
4: Um, and would that end up changing? Their, their investigative style. I get what you're saying, though. Totally get it. I just.
5: No, I think you know. you're right. Here. I mean, there will be some people that will actually, because they have deep based faith, mm-hmm. and it's really simple to deal with them because they believe in something.
6: Mm-hmm.
5: You know, there's right. some people that don't believe in anything, and you can't tell them anything. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I try to explain to people about the whole faith thing. I said, every every uh, faith believes in one, one God, yeah. right? Aren't we all talking to the same guy, no matter what it's called?
0: Yeah, and I think the other thing is, is you know, this is where we have. This is to me, this is the hard part. Would be the hard part for home investigations, in my opinion. And and when I have done them, um, the one that wasn't good for me, it was different culture. Um, Although Christian, you know, when you have a a very uh, black-based culture, and you know, I walk in, it was not, they weren't having it. They didn't, they did not appreciate that I was the person that was brought to the house to do the investigative part. While my girlfriend was a psychic medium, you know, she had asked me to come because she trusts what I do. Um So there was already a little bit of that pushback of, you know, not interested in, and in because maybe we don't have the same beliefs in, in church or whatever. And I don't state. I mean, I, unless you ask me, you know, I I just don't follow Christian narrative. As more I get into investigating and paranormal, once we're on the other side, I don't think God is putting us into the Lutheran Catholic Jew. I mean, I don't think there's that going on over on the other side, right? So everything we're doing is for the living client.
6: It's we so are truly so
0: not so doing anything for the ghost in the house. No. yeah, That's
5: what I was trying to say. I mean, you have to be nice to the client. Yeah. and they'll have their own ways of thinking and things like that but that's yeah well them the truth yeah but you they know, so have
0: to they have to be just as opinion. open to hear your opinion as you have to be as open to hear yeah. their experience yeah.
1: and that's something that i have a question about is that when somebody's mind is set that they have a demon in their house mm-hmm. is there a point in trying to collect you know any information for them Well, do you guys find that when you come back and say you get a client who has a demon entity and you come back and you say, it's not, it's X, Y, Z, what is your experience with that? What happens when you tell them that you don't think it's a demon? Has that happened to any of you?
0: Yeah. Do they push back? Do you get any pushback? Do they get upset
1: with you?
5: Uh, Actually, one of them started to, until I explained to them, I said, don't you feel much happier since I just told you you don't have a demon? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Isn't that something yeah. you would have liked to gotten out of this conversation? Mm-hmm. And I told him, I said, you know, all these TV shows you see, it's a demon. It's a demon. Mm-hmm. It's not. I'm telling you, th- there are demons. They're not prevalent, but they're out there. Mostly what people are talking about is super negative energy when you go on some place and they think that's automatically a demon. I mean, I've run across that so many times. Mm-hmm. But like I said, in 56 years, I've run across two demons. And unfortunately, they both happen to be in my apartment. Um. Uh-oh.
0: What you got going on?
5: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I know two people that could help you. You have to do some intake forms, but
5: come over. We'll have a party.
0: Yeah, it'll be fun.
1: Does anybody else can anybody else answer that question? What what do you say to somebody who thinks that there's a demon in their house? Like what is the what do you do about that? We've
7: never come across anyone that no? has felt anything negative. Everything's just been more curiosity. Um, Mm -hmm. the case we're on right now, she wants us to do something about it because it's a, actually a private business and it's, Mm -hmm. they're having, um, they have like $250,000, you know, equipment and it's, you know, everything's shorting out. They just moved in a few weeks ago. Um, all their electronic equipment's just like going in and out. And so Mm -hmm. of course I'm like, Hey, would you call an electrician? Um, and they said they have, um, but other than that, nobody's ever reported anything negative. So I can't huh. say that. Yeah, it's more just
1: curiosity so mm-hmm. far. So then I got a doozy right out the gate. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Well, do you yeah. think
4: some people actually want that to be the story? Right? Mm-hmm. I, I feel it. Listen.
2: That's what I was about to say. And I my son is printing a document, so I hope you can't hear it. That's <laughs> why I muted. I'm like, why now? Uh, but <laughs> but uh, yes, we have had, um, especially like with the Warren Legacy Foundation, we have cases where, you know, people want help and they fill out the help form. and And they, you know, but they've had multiple teams in there after one, after another, after another, because they want to be told it's a demon mm-hmm. and it's just simply not. And mm-hmm. so some people do that. They'll continue to call on people, call on people until somebody comes into their home and tells them exactly what yeah. they want to hear.
0: They get the answer they're looking for. And Faye, I Faye is an amazed she's get haunted family. Faye and I follow very similar uh, practices and beliefs. and um, I, I truly love if if no one if you're if you follow her, you will know her posts are very uplifting. Um, and i I believe that as well. Faye, a lot of times. And that's what's hard, in my opinion, as an investigator. Because I believe paranormal for the, I'm not saying we can't all experience something very similar in a location. If we take one, let's take a conjuring house situation where there's a, a known something that happens and people can have the same experience, right? Totally. Um, but I feel like when we go into people's personal spaces, now we're talking about personal experiences, and maybe they're not meant for me to experience. So I can't walk in and claim not paranormal, because just because I can't get them to do for me what they do for the homeowner doesn't mean it's not happening. And I always say that just because it's not happening for me, doesn't mean it's not happening for you. You have to ask yourself what it is this could be. It's probably a more personal situation, and it has no bearing for me. Um, because I can't recreate every paranormal experience out there. I think that's a, that's a tall order sometimes when we, when it gets down to personal homes now, famous locations, I think can tend to be a little different, but that's where I think this gets kind of scary. And I feel Tammy and and Mary, you guys, you really put yourselves out there in this field, in this particular genre, in this field where this is what you do full-time. I know, Tammy, Marriott. you said no, that it was the ho- Hotel Libby is your only thing that you've ever done sort of as a fun yes, investigation, even though that is her home,
7: okay. correct?
0: And she does not open that up to other investigators to come in. This was something special for you guys. I remember that situation. And actually, on World's Largest, it's still on Paranormally One, uh, weird things were happening. I think we were mm-hmm. hearing piano play. There was some yeah some activity going was, right on during the show It was crazy. <laughs> yeah it's but so you do strictly homes tammy i know you guys do do some mm-hmm. events and or fun locations to go out and, and explore do. and expand um yes. but that's to me you guys really put yourselves out there and so do you get negative reviews do people say yeah they don't help
2: we haven't yet fingers crossed yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah I think that's, I think it's a scary situation to walk into anybody's home and, you know, Rick, your story, at least he was receptive to your, you know, Jamie was receptive to your suggestion to see a doctor and to make sure, you know, with PTSD, like that's, that's could go a lot of different ways.
5: Yeah. But I think it's how you present the, the, the case to a person. I mean, you don't say, I think you're crazy. You're off your meds. That's not, that's not what I told him. I said, look, I've heard that this. You should ask your doctor mm-hmm. because, because I did not hear the screaming. So, yeah. um, you know, let's take that out of the equation. If you hear it again after you get your medication changed, call me. I'll come back. Mm-hmm. You know, but I think what you said earlier was the most on point thing that's been said all night. There's been a lot of stuff that's been on point. But one of the things that really drives me crazy is when people say you're sitting there and you see something and they say, well, I didn't see it, which automatically means you didn't see it, right? I never denigrate anybody's, I just saw this because I've seen things when there were five people with me and none of them saw it, Mm -hmm. right? And I've been there where four people saw it and I didn't see it. So, you know, it's it's just like that. You just what you said. Some people are supposed to see some things,
6: mm-hmm.
5: you know, and you might not hit, see the same thing. But I've seen people get in an arguments, say, "I saw it." No, you couldn't have. I didn't see it. I was looking at the same spot. It's like not the way it works.
0: I I think that the unfortunate part, and Rick, it's taken me a long time to get to that to that spot. And Rob, you'll probably <laughs> uh, argue this with me. It's it's something we go back and forth on a lot. With um, I I don't I don't. I constantly tear my experiences apart. Um, and then even if it's been something that I've experienced with Rob and Danny and Kyle, like if it's, I'm right there with get On and he'll be like, dude, I was right there. I saw it too. And I'm sitting here and I'm not, not validating what he saw. It sounds like I am. I'm not, <clears throat> I am just really discerning about what it is I'm experiencing, but it's taken me a long time, I think, to be able just to finally realize that, we really do all come to the paranormal and what we allow in, it's like anything else in the world, right? It's like the things we, we experience in real life, we can all walk into the same store and have very different experiences. And that doesn't mean that every experience was incorrect. It was just art. And I don't use the word my truth. I don't believe in that because there are truths. <laughs> and But our experiences, is that's a very different thing and so i think that's where when you walk into somebody's personal space right that that's a tough that's a tough call it sounds like to me mary and tammy you guys really break down the information it it almost tell me if i'm reading this wrong i feel like you really give them you're really putting it on them to be able to look at what you give them to to make the final decision. I mean, yes, you can give your suggestions and what you guys find, but you give them everything like, hey, this is what you answered on the intake. This is what we got during the investigation, and this is our findings, but you're sort of still leaving it up to the client, it sounds like to be able to be like, okay, I'm good with this. I mean, have you said it's not haunted? And they say, yeah, it's still haunted?
7: We've never told somebody because you can't go in like, you know, we've talked about, you can't go in, experience nothing and then just walk out and say, sorry, it's not haunted, you know, because like, you know, people, different people experience different things. (laughs) And so with that, um, we have, you know, told them that this is what happened. We experienced nothing. Um, If it continues, call us and we'll, you know, come back. Um, We don't get a call back. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And so it is up to them. We can give them what we have. Not everybody is going to be happy with the results. And like we've talked about, they're either going to believe you or they're not. And so, yeah, yeah, ultimately it is up to them to trust us.
0: Yeah. Do you feel that same way, Tammy?
7: That's exactly the same thing. And at the end of
2: the day, it's, you know, like I was talking about earlier, you want to empower them to Mm -hmm. find that comfort in their home, to bring in the light, to, Mm -hmm. you know, if they need to plant um, metals, four metals in the corners Mm -hmm. of their house, have crystals, whatever it is that works for them. You know, Mm -hmm. we all talk about the power of suggestion so Mm -hmm. much and quantum theory and it, the brain is a very powerful thing. And you can effectuate someone that is perhaps having issues that aren't maybe necessarily paranormal. But there's another thing called an egregore, and I actually am very grateful for the Warren Foundation because they've they've taught me several things in the past just few years. Um, but you know, you can have someone that is has issues and things going on, and they've got trauma in their life, and they're going through a divorce, whatever the case may be. And they're actually projecting all that energy and it's creating what's called an egregore. Basically, Mm -hmm. it's it's an entity, it's a presence. Mm -hmm. Um, So at the end of the day, if you go in and you cleanse their house as a team and you say, okay, everything's great. And you walk out the door, it's not going to have any effect because they are the ones that have to bring that light. They are the Mm -hmm. ones that have to actually do that and go through that motion and feel Mm -hmm. that for Mm -hmm. things to come back under control
0: hmm. Um, you, This is a great question. She's asking, "Why do we each, paranormally speaking, what what is it that we're hoping to accomplish here?" Simple just terms, we've we've said it. Rick said it. Just to help people. To help people, but Absolutely. but I can be honest. I think it's because for me, I there are times I would choose to go to somebody's house because I want to actually see something happen. They they're so adamant about this particular experience going on in their home and if i have been called to come i'm not going to say that i wouldn't help them of course i i mean i can only help them as much as i can which would be to understand maybe like i could help with my past experiences right or something that i have experienced like i could bring that to them and say you know look i've been doing this for 25 plus years and i'm still alive (laughs) i we we can coexist here with this stuff but I don't think my only reason for saying yes to a home investigation is just to help somebody. I'll be honest. It's not.
2: Well, I think we all have that innate, you know, Mm
6: -hmm.
2: need to want to see something that Mm -hmm. we can't see. That's not tangible. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, it's just that innate need to know that Mm -hmm. this exists. It's really there. Um, So it's all, you know, kind of a passion and interest that we have and that we carry within us. Mm -hmm. But I think when we lose sight of that, yeah then the ego comes in and yeah. then you're, then it's, you're not doing it for the right reasons. So you yeah. have to constantly ground yourself and remember why yeah. you're doing what you're doing. That's right.
0: <laughs> That's right. Colton. How do you feel about that? Which could, you, is there any, do you strictly go into help or do you have another motive?
3: It, I'm not going to say I don't have any motives, um, but I, I really do want to help people. I want to give them some level of comfort or mm-hmm. some level of suggestion, something that they can do to help improve the situation for themselves. But honestly, sometimes I'm going in there just to try out my own skills and see what I can do personally as an investigator. So, and it's like, I'm, I'm certainly not going to call anybody any harm or anything like that, yeah. but at the same time, I want to see what I'm capable of doing.
0: Yeah, Rob, can you be honest on that question?
4: Yeah, and, I, and I, I've been honest on all the other ones, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> Um,
0: Could you please finally bring some honesty to the show? Yeah, that like, was really great. The hell was
4: that? <laughs> um, look, people the three times. Uh, the one time it wasn't a call for help, right? That was a call for validation. Okay, okay. so I wasn't going there to help anybody. Turned out it, it turned into a giant shit show, but yeah. I think, again, mm-hmm. made it worse. Um, and it did put the fear of going into someone's house. The other one, the good story, mm-hmm. It was also a validation request, but it ended up helping, right? Yeah. But it but it wasn't something I did. It wasn't. It was just giving them proof that this kid just wasn't she wasn't out of her mind. Like she felt better about sleeping in that room instead of her parents' bed. Now we gave her some what I thought would help. Yeah. And it turned out it helped. And I don't know. Again, was it the suggestion or not? The other one was just a joke. These people just wanted someone to show up. Rick, think Rick, like Rick's party story, it was mm-hmm. these people yeah. just wanted someone to come over and, and watch them investigate, it was stupid. Um, but after those three things, you know, it, it occurred to me that this isn't my thing, it's not my cup of tea, but yeah. you're right. I really went to see what these yeah. claims were all about more. I think that's what intrigued me. If they called me and said, and if they gave me a lame story, I might not have went. Right.
0: Right. Well, especially your first one, the bad one, right? Like you talked to the guy and you said, this is either the most haunted house in America oh, yeah. or you're full of shit. So that sparks a whole different interest.
6: Yep.
0: Right. You're yeah. like, wait a minute. I got to Am I about to walk into something that truly has these amazing phenomenons going on? Right. <laughs> or I'm about to catch somebody in a really crazy <laughs> lie.
4: Yeah, this one had both. <laughs> so it was pretty interesting. Um,
0: but it was yeah. catered, so that's amazing. Yeah.
4: Oh well, yeah, two really good chicken marsala. It was. Yeah, awesome. I
5: hang out with Rob, man. Anybody? Yeah. Have Rick. You have my number? Just, just call. It's
0: oh those. god, ghost, Hollywood Ghost Hunters meets Get Haunted. All hell's gonna break loose.
5: Uh, yeah, and- chicken tenders. <laughs>
0: Mac <laughs> and cheese and chicken tenders. Um, Rick, do you, do you feel like, do you strictly only go to help or are you sometimes just really curious about the location that you're going to? Oh,
5: both. Absolutely both. I mean, I've said earlier today, I'm the guy that sits in a castle all by myself in the middle of the night. Hmm. I'm not there to help anybody. I'm there to see what's going on, right? And right. the whole this whole thing is, I mean, the whole thing is, it's really easy to break down. Anybody that's calling you over, they just want a shared experience. Yeah. Okay, They want you to experience what they're experiencing so you can say, well, you know, I've had this happen before. I mean, yeah. uh, it was this. That might be what's happening with you, mm-hmm. right? Um, and I, I never give anybody a definitive answer
6: yeah,
5: because I don't know. But I mm-hmm. can tell you I've been doing this for an awful damn long time, and I've, you know, I've been on hundreds of ghost hunts, right? Yeah. I've been <laughs> in hundreds of castles, right, that... Everything's different, but yeah. there's there's a flow to all of it. There's there's a sameness that you come across, you know. Yeah. But that's all they really want. They want to feel better, they want to have a shared experience. That's- yeah. Yeah.
0: So I'm yeah. super
2: envious of Rick's thousands of castles because yeah. yeah. I haven't had the opportunity to travel abroad and do that yet.
5: Yeah. But well, you, you have to be old and retired and, and you know <laughs> Trust
2: me, I got a lot of
5: time. <laughs> You've Fifty years
2: left. I don't, I don't know about that. Oh, my
5: <laughs> but goodness. to your
2: point, to your point, Rick. Um, you know that's mm-hmm. what's nice about doing businesses and home investigations, and then having our trips that we take, going to like McIntyre Villa yeah. and Atchison mm-hmm. and the Conjuring House yeah. and Waverly, yeah. and so we we tend to like let loose and have a little bit more yeah. fun and do things we would not do, you know, on home investigations yeah. versus our trips that we take. You know, we wouldn't roll into town to somebody's home investigation with a sign on our car. I mean, that's not (laughs) professional and discreet. No, you know, but but when we're taking trips, you know, of course, we throw it on there and have fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: Mary, so because you do strictly home investigations, I mean, are you interested to do some of the popular location? Like, is that even an interest of yours? Oh, 100 percent. That's where it
7: um, kind of started with. Well, you know, as a child, it was curiosity. Then as I grow, it's, you know, develops into thrill and I, you know, that's where the love of it grows. And then as I become an adult and mature and learn more and become more educated, um, it's become this passion for helping and educating other people, Mm -hmm. um, and trying to keep the field away from demons, (laughs) you know, you know, come on, you know, and, um, we do like Tammy. We still do go out, and we will do public ones um, to get that that thrill that everyone does have um, yeah. suppressed yeah. or yeah. satisfied. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> that way, when we go into a home, we can compose ourselves, and we can. Mm-hmm. It's business, you know. And there's to so
0: get the balance. You yeah. keep the happy balance of you. You want to still be entertained, and and I hate to use that word, but let's. I think we have to be honest about everything in paranormal. When we go to some of these locations, it, it, you know, the seriousness part of it is we are, we are paying to help preserve these pieces of history in these beautiful locations. That's where we get very serious. But the reality is, is we don't go in there. It's not like we, you know, I don't know. It it isn't the same as a home invest, a personal home investigation. You're going to have a little bit more fun with it. It's Um, crazy
7: how you feel the complete separation when you do the, the fun, um, adventures versus
0: home. It's, it's, it's a wild feeling that you just, that you get. It's very interesting that the entire panel here, we don't have one that really is And Rick, you did say, yes, they exist, but this is not something that you put into these home investigations. The, the, the D word you guys really (laughs) are. keep it to what it needs to be. And it really, To what I am hearing is it comes down to the living person that is truly who you're assisting. And it, maybe it really doesn't matter. What's the, the haunting situation, right? What, what really is going on there. And, and Rob, you know, this is something I think our experience that we shared together um, that you came to me with it's sort of that situation. It really became less about the haunting that you were experiencing and more about touching the the living aspect and how, how do you cope with that?
4: Yeah. Tammy, when Tammy was speaking earlier, uh, it brought me right back to, to that day. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. yeah. It, it, I think it's, I think it is a, so this is where, right? So we we can probably all agree we have seen teams that have publicly posted about doing home investigations, and they do very extreme cleansings and and clearings and investigating. I, I we've all seen it. I mean, people are very open and honest about that stuff that they put out there. Not honest when I say, I don't know if it's honestly demonic, but they're honest about what they're in there doing, and it's sort of a big theatrical situation. But what I'm hearing here is, I mean, Colton, you are very honest, out of the gate, you're like, I'm not even qualified to be doing this. (laughs) (laughs) And how do you feel? You started Lighthouse Investigations. You have some very exciting things that could be on the horizon for you. Do you think it's something that you could see possibly doing more often?
3: Oh, yeah, absolutely. If If the training, I mean, how much training can you do? if the opportunities really presented themselves and if we approach it as a way we really want to help the living souls that are in this Mm -hmm. house, I think it's something that could be very honestly lucrative and it could honestly be something that could really help people. And if we could really educate people on what exactly is going on here as far as we know, I think that'd be something really worth doing for any Mm -hmm. investigation team too.
0: Yeah. Mary, do you feel when you kind of build your your state by state database for teams, you know, every house kind of requires something different. Do you when you pass it off, when I see you put it out there on on say, get haunted, hey, guys, I've got something going on in, in Missouri, I need a team. Does anybody know one, right? And we put the call out. Do you ever worry who we might be reaching out to? Like, how do you vet those teams to sort of I don't want to, they don't represent you, but you're sort of putting them together. So how yeah. do you feel about having that responsibility? What if, what if somebody from our group gave you a team that was, was an extreme home investigator and really caused some havoc? Like, how does that sit with you? Um,
7: Well, the first thing I do is find out whether or not they charge. And I think that's really important because it kind of can separate from me who's uh, in it for the client versus want right. to get paid like mm-hmm. we spend a ton of money doing this that's, a ridiculous amount yes. <laughs> but i would never ask for payment and i think that that's a very um important that's very important to me mm-hmm. other than that you you don't really know mm-hmm. i am hope that people are honest um mm-hmm. you know integrity and i pass off various information to the client i'm like hey you need to make sure that these are going to fit. Make sure you talk to them. Um, mm-hmm. Because in the end, I can't decide what the client is going to, mm-hmm. how the client's going to feel.
0: Yeah. Right.
4: Just stay away from Lighthouse Paranormal.
0: <laughs> investigations. <laughs> lighthouse <laughs> Investigations. Oh,
4: shit. Sorry. Lighthouse Investigations. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Lighthouse Paranormal.
0: <laughs> 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 we know that's another team, so we're going, what?
4: Yeah. Right, right now, inbound. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so we can't police home investigations. We can't police teams out there doing it. This is something that many people offer other people. Um, and then on top of it, it's not just teams. There are specific psychic mediums. There's the witches clans. There's the, I mean, there's all sorts of different uh, people within the paranormal community that offer this service. And, you know, I, I am a big believer in look. I'm not going to be somebody's style. I wasn't the, you know, when I went to the home with my girlfriend, they really weren't interested. I sat and I talked to the homeowner. She was, um, she was an elderly woman living by herself. Um, The only thing I could come up with her, her claim was that she was constantly, I mean, she was saying it in front of me, I'm being raped right now. And that's a hard thing to look at somebody's child that takes care of them here and there and say, I don't know that your mom should be living alone. That's not my place to say it, but I'm sitting right here. I, I, got, I can't say she isn't having that sensation, but that that's a, to me, that is a really tough call. Mm-hmm. Um, I do know her house was old. And when I went in the basement where she was sitting, I, I showed the son. He happened to be a professor at a very good school here. There's extreme EMF happening. Could she be feeling effects physically from where she, because she always sits on the same spot on that couch when she's by herself. So could she be experiencing that? I try to offer that. Um, I think in the end, what they preferred was somebody that came in and did a little bit of shamanism. Um, So you can't be the investigator for a home investigation for everyone. Right. So you can't fleece it. There is no, there is no one governing our, what we're doing out there so do you guys think in the end and this is going to be i mean i can already tell you what tammy and mary are probably going to say this is their business but do you think this is something we should be offering as individuals that only know what we know we only know what we know we have no idea what we don't know
5: can i ask you a question about the last thing you just said yeah you said the lady was down in the basement it was an older house
0: She wasn't in the basement. She was sitting up on the first floor on her couch. I said, as she's talking to me, she had made the claim several times. So I asked to go down in the basement and I followed sort of where she was sitting and I could follow a line of extreme EMF.
5: Well, uh, I'm sure everyone here has heard of the fear cage and that's the old time buildings. They have lead pipes and they have, the wiring is not all that great. Yeah. And it will get concentrated down there and the EMF will spike right off the charts. Yeah. And EMF is known to cause hallucinations in people.
0: Yeah.
5: So that's why they call it a fear cage. If you sit in it long enough, you start getting yeah. paranoid. And she was
0: over the age of 85. So now we're talking about, right. Somebody that's by themselves, probably not a lot of interaction, sitting in an old home, probably not super active. Um, I just, that's the last one I ever did. I, I, I was I sort of similar to Rob. I was like, you know what? I can't break the culture barrier here. I, this is somebody's mother. And it was horrifying to try to be as, you know, diplomatic as you can be about what you're saying and watching a son be really, because there were things that had happened. The It's not that there was an experience and that's the thing, you know, she had claimed that she had somebody from, that was like working on the roads with the orange vest come to her door and it was a female and she described it. And I actually could go back and I found articles of somebody that passed away working on the roads out front of her house. Huh. So it, what, I'm not saying there wasn't paranormal, but her main claim, right. She also had a son who was incarcerated and had some very big claims against him. So it's like, you have this this culmination does it create the perfect paranormal situation right or how do you separate that stuff out and so that's when i tapped out i'm out i'm done i can't i can't make that determination for people anymore so Dee, Dee how do you feel about continuing on and helping
1: well the only reason i ever got involved in it was because it was somebody that i knew and mm-hmm. it was just casual. It wasn't like I wasn't claiming to do a full investigation in the beginning or anything. But as it progressed,
6: mm-hmm. we
1: were going to uh, Would I what I offered again. I don't know. You know, it was yeah. just one of those things. That's not. I don't. You know, I I would refer out to somebody who actually yeah. could at this point. I think because for me, I was curious. You know, what is going on in her house? The moment I saw those crosses on the wall, that's the first thing that came to my mind as well. Mm -hmm. There's something going on, but I thought, no, probably not. But then going through the rooms that she described, I could feel there was something there, but I do just in my mind think that it could be, even though there was definitely a death in that room and stuff going on, I think it could just be, there's so many things happening in that house that that's Mm -hmm. the energy that's been created, you know,
0: but I don't even know how I'm answering this, but, <laughs> well, but no, it's interesting. I wouldn't do
1: it again. Probably not. No.
0: Yeah. But it's interesting because then you could, you know, I, I'm listening to Tammy and Mary and I'm understanding I'm in Colton's court here. I am way underqualified for this to be walking. Well, into if you are, home. I certainly am. <laughs> I mean, well, I mean, I, I feel that Mary and Tammy have a very well thought out process Yeah, and they well, go, that was in... like
1: kind of my question too, yeah. is that it, who should we even be doing it you know shouldn't we all be referring out to people like tammy and mary you know that yeah. that have it down that know what they're doing that have the resources like mm-hmm. because i think it's probably mostly curiosity for us or a friend asks you for help yeah you know so it's probably not a good idea because you can cause more harm than good
2: Well, and I think to that point, too, you know, the first how I got hooked up with Warren Legacy Foundation was this very exact point. We were in a home. We'd been there a couple times. What we experienced there tended to lead to the darker side, although we didn't use the D word and we were concerned. We were very concerned. And so that's above our pay grade. You know, like we Mm -hmm. we were about to tap out and we said, you know, that's not that's not what we want to do. We don't want to be the people that come in and then leave you high and dry. We are going to get some help. So we actually conferred with the Warren Legacy and they were grateful. And I think they saw our loyalty to clients. They saw Mm -hmm. how we handled cases and we're both my team lead, Brooke Montoya and myself are both now part of the Warren Legacy Foundation. So we do that in addition to our own team. Um, and it's just, it's very important not to ever think, you know, everything, because frankly, we don't, and it it could change too. Who's to say just because this is how it is today, that's what it will be tomorrow. So we all need to remember and never stop learning either. There's, I mean, religion is a whole nother thing. Like I have just delved into that a little bit. I'm starting to learn about different religions, Sufism, um, a lot of different things that I'm super interested in, kind of getting in in the know of, reading books. Um, it does not harm you to have that knowledge behind right. yourself when you're doing this kind of work.
5: Yeah, be teachable always.
0: Yeah. Absolutely.
5: Can I ask a quick question to Colton? Sure. Colton, do you have anybody else there in the in the room with you? Nope. <laughs> Nobody likes him.
6: Da, da, da. <laughs>
5: Back around, right at uh, 149, living. Uh, the 149 mark of this thing that's up in the corner, a little past what? that.
0: 149?
5: Uh, on the wall behind him, while okay. he's sitting there. <laughs> are,
3: are you sure it's not the shadow of the you No, know,
5: and, and I know he has a shadow on the right side of him that I can see. This one went where that table is, and the picture on the thing went from there across.
6: Oh.
3: Yeah, oh. That's,
5: that's pretty common for this <laughs> one.
6: So
0: mm. we, we might know somebody, Colton, that can come in and do a whole <laughs> investigation for you. Definitely not Lighthouse. We don't trust
5: them. No, no, light, <laughs> no, <laughs> no Lighthouse. Like from 149 to like 150, you know. Okay, the, All right. huh. you See if there's something on there. Because I just oh. had to look up and saw something real quick going across, and I could see the other shadow on the other side, so I know yeah. what it wasn't him.
0: Melissa's conferring with you. She's saying yes. That it is. she <laughs> feels there's something there with Colton as well. Rob, you've been sort of having some reactions during this conversation as well. Are you having experiences while we're doing the show? You often do.
4: I, uh, there was a noise over here. I just didn't know. But I, <laughs> I was looking. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. That's that happens quite often. All right. So is there any? I mean, we could keep digging at yeah. this because I think there there's so much. But I have to say, I I think. I'm Didi, how do you feel? I almost feel like this was probably the most informative. Yeah, I'm really appreciative that everybody came Mm
1: -hmm. on and did this topic. And, you know, it was really good for me because it kind of clarified things for me. So and hopefully it did for other people, too.
0: Yeah. Um, So is there anything for those of you sitting on the panel tonight that you would say or that you would like to leave people with about home investigations and being a paranormal investigator? Tammy? Yeah. Well, I mean, you might, but you might have something that you can share. I mean, do you feel that people should just jump right in and do it? Do you think you should really be Listen, mindful about?
4: I, I, I know what works for me and what doesn't work for me. I do have a lot of thoughts on it, right? It's mm-hmm. a, um, it's an unregulated thing, which is paranormal, no matter how we look at yeah. it. Right. So, So do we trust, who do we trust, why do we trust them? Mm -hmm. Um, There's a million ways it can go, right? And uh, and, uh, so it's not really for me to say if somebody gets satisfaction out of having someone come to their house and and helping them in in any way, shape, or form It's very similar to what you did for me, Sarah. So, um, yeah, I don't have anything... I don't have pros or cons I, all, all i know is for me i prefer not to take that responsibility on mm-hmm. for a lot of reasons uh, for one's very specific night that just made me feel it just made me feel like it just for me it's not worth it so yeah leave it leave it to the people that do have a process in place like you were saying but yeah. even then just you know be cautious you don't know you don't know who you're talking about guys i'm not talking about you tammy or, or- <laughs> thing like don't whip yeah. the, the yellow pages open and yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> under paranormal you know it's interesting though Rob you know you kind of just said something and I, we touched on it earlier but we did something a little bit even more personal than home investigation and why was I willing to do that that's a whole nother conversation. yeah I don't
4: know that's a whole nother story that's a yeah. whole
0: nother st- that's a whole nother show another, t- <laughs> another two
4: hours and 22 minutes yeah
0: but it's a whole nother topic because now we're just talking about it's just all about connection right and why certain people do reach out yeah. to certain people and and so um, i love that for a show and a topic yeah mm-hmm. it's that would be a very yeah maybe we'll we'll just we'll try to get that one in place um so tammy yeah is there anything yeah. that you'd like to leave with any you know with everybody on home and investigations?
2: Um, i think the biggest thing is just that i cannot control what anyone else thinks says or does i can't yeah. i can't there's no way for me to do that mm-hmm. i can answer to my own integrity mm-hmm. i can go in with pure thoughts, I can go in and try to really give them and bring them some peace and some answers. But at the end of the day, I, I've got to remember when I leave that home investigation,
6: yeah. I get
2: to walk away yeah. and they're terrified and they have to live there. Yeah. So you need to remember that because it can yeah. get really dicey. What you yeah. say is going to have a very lasting impact on that client.
0: Yeah, amen. Yeah. Rick, you, what would you yeah. like to leave with our fine folks?
5: Well, when you first go in, into a, a house, Mm -hmm. Like I said, you have to take, you know, set the narrative because that when you first get somewhere, that's when things will get way out of hand. Yeah. So if you set down the parameters, say, okay, this is what we'll do. We'll do this. Then, you you know, you tell me where you want me to look and we'll see what we can come up with. Because sometimes people just, they're so set in their ways, they just explode a little bit. And by the way, um, I'm really... Kind of upset about this whole thing because Mary and Tammy are so talented and cold oh, the good-looking guy, and Rob gets catered. Freaking! Oh no! The beautiful girls have such nice hair. I'm, I'm with you, people, forever.
0: Oh, stop. stop it, Rick! What'd you
4: get for writing books and being in movies, Rick? You
0: got. Yeah, can have you know, something? Cool. Like we all have to have something. You can't just, you're the Hollywood you know that, stunt
5: man, and you, got you know. Look. My that's only, my only I haven't died yet, and I should have. Yeah. Twenty five. Oh, please
0: <laughs> don't even, Rick. Seriously, <laughs> you are you are begging for sympathy, and you are the last guy that needs it. You know, <laughs> when you
5: throw throwing off cars twenty five miles an hour headfirst into barrels, you got a pretty good chance of getting a bump on your head. Yeah.
0: That that was your choice. You yeah. <laughs> (laughs) 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 number one uh colton what would you like to leave for those that are in it that feel like you that you know they feel they're not qualified but now you're even a little bit more intrigued what would you like to say to anybody that might be a novice or just starting out
3: each investigator is different and there's no one size fits all to any of this there's no i mean there are books that Rick has written for us, but there's no like manual. There's no procedure. There's yeah. there's nothing to really go off of except for what you know. Right.
5: Mm-hmm. And
3: what is the client looking to get out of this? Do they want you to cross somebody over? Do they want you to cleanse their house? Do they want you to just, mm-hmm. you know, validate anything? And kind of speaking <coughs> back to the investigator piece, you know, when I've investigated with certain people, they're very technical. They like all the technology and the equipment. And if that works for them, that works for them for me personally. I don't like that. Yeah. Just for me. If it works for you, that's that's on you. But I would prefer to go sit in a dark room and just see what happens. And you know, some people want more recordings, want more footage, and I'm not that investigator to give you that. Yeah. So, you know, setting the tone at the very beginning is you know, this is going to be a lot of us sitting and looking in the dark for a few literally looking at dark squares <laughs> yeah. for a couple of hours. So yeah. so that's yeah. something to keep in mind too.
0: I love that. And I am going to take Colton, Rob, um, from you as a friend. So
6: Yeah, I'm, I'm over him. I've known him probably, what, five years come, now. come
0: to the blonde side, Colton. Go we'll ahead. take
3: you. We'll take you. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm going to bed my hair blonde now.
0: That's all right. You're going streak. Just a streak. Just do that. We'd love it. We'd love it. Uh, Mary, what can you tell... Anybody that you know, you and Tammy do offer something very different than the rest of us here on the panel offer. So, what is something you could offer to those out there that might be looking to sort of expand and really set a good process? You guys really have it well thought out. What is something that you could share?
7: First, I want to say that I am not a you know, I don't know everything. And so, every case is different. I know two are the same. You're always learning, you're always making mistakes and you always learn from those. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think that continuing education is always Mm -hmm. extremely important. And that's something that I'm always doing myself. If I feel like I didn't do this adequately, I'm learning, you know, I'm going and I'm seeing how I can do it differently. Um, And I think that it is important for um, people to understand that, that you're not perfect, don't tell the client you're perfect. I always make sure to tell the client, I can't promise anything, but I can give you Mm -hmm. what I know and what I've you know, put together. Um, And so you've just really got to, you go with the flow. I do give my clients um, a worksheet that says exactly what our plans are, Mm -hmm. what we use, what we have, what to expect um, the process, um, what we do and what we don't do, what we need them to do, what they can't do. Um, and so I think it's just very important to have a sense of structure and until you can develop that and be mature, mature enough to stick to it, you know, don't jump in and do this stuff.
0: I hear a lot of humbleness with this with the panel and understanding that they do know what they know and and sometimes when we see social media stuff that's that gets a little lost right there's a little bit of that ego and and of course that makes a post a little bit more enticing to read Um, but in the end we should remember we are in somebody's home we are sharing they are sharing a very personal story and like you said didi with your situation Um, you know, there are very big personal things going on. And so you, you really do need to handle that stuff very sensitively. And, um, you know, uh, I guess I, I, Rob, I don't know why I never put our, our beginning story as a home investigation, technically just done remotely.
4: A remote. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I just I yeah. never I don't know. So yeah, Terry just said this. Did anyone see the full shadow? Be Colton, what the hell's going on in your oh, house? I keep dude. missing it.
5: <laughs> I can I can debunk this because it I just when Terry did. Yeah, um, Colton, would you pick up your your what you're drinking and move it back and put it over where you did before? Yeah. You see it? it? Yeah. Because yeah. that's where I saw the shadow. See right there. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh. <gasps> Colton. Oh, Are you haunted to trick- by a beverage? That's right. He's being a trickster. Debunked. 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 Come on, man. <laughs> That's right. Period. So guys on the side, everybody on the side was fairly quiet. Um, you know, you guys gave us two hours of your time and we yeah. truly appreciate Thank you. that. Yeah. yeah. Um, and each of you truly, I, you know, everybody that said yes to being on the panel tonight, you are truly respected. We do love you. And um, you guys do great things in the paranormal and we, you know, we look forward um, to seeing what more you do, well, Rob, you're not doing any more home investigations, so I guess we won't be seeing that from you. But um you know, you can I can think...
2: investigate my house, Rob.
0: <laughs> Sounds okay.
2: good.
0: We, right. make it, we make I'm it so an,
7: event
0: in the <laughs> an event. closet. will be there. So um, perfect. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I think that home investigations really, in the end, we all have our opinion about them. And whether you think they should or shouldn't happen, they're always probably going to happen. There's always going to yeah. be somebody out there. And I think we just hope that many are much like our panel members tonight that treat these with you know, great respect. And they keep their themselves grounded and humble on what they're finding and and that's the important thing And, and making sure as you guys have all stated that the client is the most important part of this whole story not that i walked into a home and 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 crossed over a demon, right? We have to kind of keep in mind what it is we're actually doing. You're
5: not with right. crossing over a demon. That's going to be
0: that's, <laughs> yeah. that's pretty
5: magical. Go on. Go on, I'll, I'll, I'll build a statue to you.
0: That's right. That's right. Right. Hey. Yeah, they,
2: They're not going to cross over.
0: Yeah, that's right. I never know. I'm going to strong arm them on that one. Um, awesome. Well, look at that. Terry Rogers is saying this is his, this well done, my favorite episode. Oh, oh, thanks, Aww. Carrie parent no. thanks terry I love, I, love I love it i love it i love it oh she says he says that every week do you say that every uh- week Terry? <laughs> <laughs> darn it um but no it truly was a pleasure to have you guys all on here you guys really did keep the conversation going and and sharing yeah. a lot of great information i've learned a lot of new things um Dee, i feel you have you've sort of i don't know you you kind of feel a little bit more i don't want to say decisive about home investigations but you kind of have a different vibe now maybe
1: yeah well i mean it just like i said it just it brought some information to me mm-hmm. that just makes you know my decision my final decision on the whole thing clear yeah yeah
5: can I, can I make an observation real quick before we go yeah I, i've gotten to meet Dee. she came down when i was a speaker at orange county Paracon. i got to meet kevin and stuff like that but She has more cards about the paranormal than she's actually showing. Oh, I know. (laughs) I mean, there's there's more to DD than she's letting on.
0: Oh, I know. Yeah, there's (laughs) there are a lot of things that the blondes don't throw out there for lots of reasons, Um, and and DD does hold a lot of that stuff close. But um, yes, we're all big mysteries, and DD is is a fun mystery to to
5: unravel. Because blondes have thrown me out all the time.
0: (laughs) Well, you guys truly, you know, please go check out. Tammy is Afterlife Paranormal Investigations of Oklahoma. API of Oklahoma, correct? Correct. Colton, you are Lighthouse Investigations. Do you have social media? Because I didn't find any social media yet for you.
3: We haven't got there yet. Okay, we're well, you need to get we're out working now. very slowly on this. Okay. So well, we're, we're gonna do it. We're gonna
0: put the quality behind this. So. Okay. I love that, Colton. Um, Rob, get haunted. Check yeah, us out.
4: I, check out my new book, <laughs> Get <laughs> Haunted Jesus. Kicks, Carnolie his Ass, April 22nd, <laughs> <laughs> Old Hospital on College Hill.
0: You know what?
4: I'm up to like 92 pages right now. So <laughs> it's actually, on Amazon. Perfect. Good night, ladies. You're going down. <laughs> Rick, uh, you're wrong. Throw your vote. You got one more chance to throw that vote over here, Rick.
0: <laughs> do you hear this? Do you hear you do know tomorrow we have another meeting. <laughs> Is this how you really want to end tonight's show? Yeah,
5: it is. Actually.
4: It is. <laughs> I'm no longer afraid. I can call Tammy in. Wow. I can call Marion.
5: They can. But Rob, you you didn't tell them what I what I, what I'm accused of here. I I picked the ladies and the men versus women. You did, you know, and
0: you're staying I'm, there.
5: Yeah, I'm I'm firmly on team ladies. Yeah, yeah well, clearly <laughs> well, wrong. The <laughs> honest, didn't catered
4: investigations, my friend. <laughs> I don't see Didi or Sarah bringing you any food.
0: Oh, well, first, you have got Didi's Dee vote. What the hell more do you want, dude? <laughs> like, seriously, yeah. yeah. Didi threw the dudes the vote. I got Rick's vote. Like, oh, no,
4: I know. Okay, no, okay. and Dee, it's why Didi will be have a nice catered meal the night of <laughs> April twenty second, twenty twenty
6: three. First of
0: all, Terry, I'll be looking Rick, for that. Rick cannot be bought. Rick is a lover of the blondes. He cannot be bought. I can buy him. You cannot buy him.
5: I can, I can him. be rented. Yeah.
0: See? See
5: how easy that was? No.
0: No. At least he's honest.
5: No, oh. the blondes were my people.
0: That's right. We have been with Rick now for several years. A handful of yep. years. Just Long remember that. Just remember right. that, Rick. Just Sorry. remember that. It all started with a hot mess. Just remember that.
6: Good. <laughs> I do remember that
0: yeah so, so anyways get haunted i am half of get haunted so you know She's, it's gonna be
4: great. i know i'm um, at a major disadvantage here she yeah so this is why i'm i'm groveling so tammy mary
0: like, yeah. <laughs>
4: Give me a couple of votes, please.
0: (laughs) We'll see. We'll see about that. Rick, of course, you can always find him on Hollywood Ghost Hunters and doing his awesome stuff just as Rick McCallum. Um, Do check out his books. They are amazing shares of his personal experiences. They're awesome. They're really good books. You can get them on Amazon. Are you still selling them yourself?
5: Only the ones that people want to get autographed.
0: (laughs) Okay. Well, you're going to want it autographed. Yeah. (laughs) Just reach out to Mr. Rick McCallum for that. Um, And then, of course, the amazing Mary of Montana Paranormal, we wish you great, great continued success and um, moving forward and doing home investigations and seriously, keep up the good work and including Um, everybody in the paranormal get haunted and paranormally blonde truly support that. It's all about hearing all the voices, Mary, and you have stood out from day one with that. You do, you reach out, you ask for people to share their teams and their information. And that is super commendable. So thank you for that. We appreciate that. Um, And guys on the side, seriously, we see you. We appreciate you. We love you. You guys stuck it out for this two hours and 15 minutes with us. (laughs) Great panel tonight, guys. Thank you so much for your time. We're gonna probably have to ask you guys on again. I don't know, we're gonna to have to go. No, Rob's well, okay. like, oh, <laughs> well, no, whatever. We'll I got one more vote.
4: Okay, more vote. Oh,
0: oh, okay. No. Yeah, so, you know, just so everybody knows, April 22nd, that's coming up quickly. You're going to see Get Haunted Girls Versus Boys. It will be right here live with Dee, Dee and Boston and Chris of A Haunted Road Trip. It's gonna be an amazing live, guys. You have no idea what you're in in store for. Like, seriously, the challenges are off the chain. Stuff that we are putting together, crazy cool. You have not seen a live like this yet, and it will never be duplicated. Can't happen. This shit's going to be crazy. (laughs) Right? Am Uh, I right? It is. (laughs) Yeah. And the girls are going to kick the boys' ass. So, (laughs) Didi
4: Didi is one of the hosts. So I have Didi and I have Chris. (laughs) Uh
0: (laughs) Uh-oh. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. (laughs) April 22nd, it all goes down right here. So stay tuned for more details. Guys, next week we have Eric and Mike Del Coro of War Party Paranormal. And I believe their new show is called The Haunted Files. And so we're going to get some details on that with them. And then we'll figure it all out. So uh, you guys have a great rest of your night. Catch us next week. And I don't know. Just keep being you.
4: Did we offend Colton?
0: What happened? <laughs> oh, that's right. We're offending everybody. He's like, there <laughs> he is. Yay, cold snack. <laughs> All right, guys. Love you guys and we will talk to you guys soon. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Bye.